All right, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here and discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and <laughs> that's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft the Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. Gages. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Craft the Puro podcast. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy Yule. <laughs> wow, of course, you- happy Yule always. Winter solstice right now. We know that. Um, this is the Viking with the bourbon cowboy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah I we're going to ease into it. You try to get everything done in like a half a second. You can't ease into yeah. it. Is this the Christmas episode? Christmas episode, man. Can't, okay. ease into, can't ease into it with that type of girl. That's exactly what I was It's Christmas Eve Eve. Eve Eve, yeah. And it's pouring down rain outside our tent. But Just you know what's awesome about our recording equipment? It ain't picking up shit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're here at uh, the Kremlin again. Uh, you know, I guess I'm a frequent flyer to this place. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's got security clearance, I might get pulled real fucking quick. Um, but we are firing up and smoking in this uh, winter rainstorm. Um, these Principal Cigars Holiday Baubles from 2020. Um, the Mad Russian picked these up yesterday at the Hill Cigar Company down there off Kings Highway in St. Louis. And uh, it's an interesting cigar. He was trying to explain it to me earlier, and I was just writing it off as someone had a shag on the end of a cigar. And uh, But this is actually a pigtailed cap with a closed foot, meaning that there's a cap on the bottom of the cigar as well. And it's a cute little bastard, isn't it? <laughs> Fun fact, you, you I, as I just did, I just, as with any pigtail, man, you just gotta bite that little pigtail off and just nip a little bit off the end. It draws beautifully well through the cigar, so. Yeah, I just, I, I pulled mine off, good go. So anyway. We're going to do a round of, round of introductions, I suppose, yes? Oh, yeah, and with us we have... The Chicha from the North. He's got Boston accent. Yeah, that's Apparently. from Brooklyn, dude. Yeah. From and, then, Brooklyn. and then, you know, you got the uh, squirming German over here in the corner. Um, bringing lots of Christmas cheer to my friends here on the Craft and Puro team. Uh, we're really glad to be here today. Right on. Glad you're here, buddy. And of course, you know, yes, so much hit you whiskey. Uh, that he said that before it means let's drink some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> says just like it sounds. All right, cowboys. So what? Uh, what did we start off with here today? What do you mean? Drink wise, what do we have? Oh, um, well, we've got the Willet Four Year Rye. You guys are no, uh, we've had it on here a couple times, but it made its way back here on the Christmas thing. I guess I'll open it. And uh, it's a four year. What? Start with Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, we're not starting with the Willet Rye. We're starting with the Wilderness Trail Rye. And it's 116 proof. 
Are, am I opening this one, or are you guys? Sure? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Do that open, one. open, oh, open yeah. the. Open right. the the. Um, it is the Wilderness Trail Christmas Barrels Rye. Okay. Now so, we've had, Hodge. We've had the rye, right? Yes. From Wilderness Trail. I've tasted it. Yeah, we haven't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we've had it on the show or not. So, we're going to pass this around, get some pouring action going. Oh, yes. Uh, do you like that? you want to down that? <clears throat> Thank you, sir. Huh? Well, I don't want that. Is that the old forester? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. We'll get you another glass. Oh. So, can we... Here. Here you go. Oh, what I don't Are you ready? Are you poured up? Good? No? I, I'm still on that okay. intro, that's right, sorry. That's right, that's right. Um, all right, so you, fire, you fired into this little holiday bobble first. What are you getting out of this so far? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say me? Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's too soon to really talk about. I mean, I don't know. I don't think I should be one to rate this cigar right off the bat. Uh, I, I will say it's easy to draw from. Yeah, the draw the draw is very smooth, really good so on that on, on that 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 spectrum of things. Which I mean, I would imagine that was kind of what they were going for, having an actual cap on the end there. Like you clip that off, and it pulls very beautifully through all the way through with that little pigtail. I really do love the pigtail cigars, man. They're well, that that <laughs> cap, the cap thing on the foot is is cool aesthetically. It's unique, but again, like capping the bottom of a cigar is just like the cap on top. If someone comes in extra hungry and comes up a half inch above that and clips that, you're gonna get into the crease of the wrapper, and it's gonna start coming undone. Um, but it was cool. It does breathe like crazy. It's a unique little cigar. And it, it says a, accomplice. Is that what this is? I don't know. I can't accomplice tell. Accomplice? Principal cigars? Yeah, well, accomplice. I mean, accomplice. I would think, who knows something about this cigar company? Because I just was handed this. I, I know nothing about this cigar company. I know nothing about it. I mean, you were hanging out with the guy. Go ahead. Okay. So. I had, before last night, I had never tried any of their products. I had been following them for, uh, I don't know, quite a while, um, because, because, I, because I enjoyed the, their, their, their photography, I, I liked the artwork. I, I wasn't even sure that they were, that they were a real brand, they, they, because they, 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 were, they, were, they were these really kind of artfully posed photos with, 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 with a cigar, usually with a vintage label. And and then you know as, as I as I finally understood that they were you know that that they're it's actually a brand and you can buy their cigars and and you know um, I just couldn't I, I just couldn't find any I was really frustrated about that so on Monday night having trouble sleeping it's three in the morning I I decided to to, to to write to them through their website said hey can you is there any cigar shop in the St. Louis metro area or beyond that's, you know, within a reasonable drive that I can find it? 
And if not, maybe you can recommend um, an online retailer. A couple hours later, I, I, I got a reply uh, from 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 Darren, the, the owner of, of, of the company, who told me that, that I can find them at the Hill Cigar. And coincidentally, I'll be there this afternoon. You should come meet me. So I was like, wow, that's a that's an extraordinary coincidence. Uh, I, I had plans, but I will be there. All he said was late afternoon. So uh, um, the wife and I left work, went went straight there, wait, waited around for, for, for a while. Even, even the people there were asking us, well, if you if you talk to him, can you tell us when he's coming? Well, I, you know. Anyway, uh, really in interesting guy. He uh, he has, and I haven't seen it, but he but he has an amazing collection of, of, of cigar art, like really historic stuff, uh, including original artwork, uh, not 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 just not just stuff that was, that, that was printed and and, and, and appeared in, in boxes. Um, he he showed up with 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 his, with his girlfriend from 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 Estonia, who also um, has has a, a family history in in, in art. Uh, so part of her her family's collection is now owned by the uh, uh, Library of Congress. Um, so re really interesting, d d down down to earth people. Um, I really enjoyed meeting them. It was it was it was it was a. I, don't, I wouldn't say I necessarily believe in in, in, in fate or, or, or destiny, but but man, what, what it, it, it was it, it, it was good fortune to, to, to meet those people. Well, she, right on. Uh, but the girlfriend also spoke spoke Russian, so in all likelihood, be careful. I think uh, you know the, the Russian over there probably sold government secrets to them last night in exchange for cigars. So good luck. Twenty twenty is about to get real spicy. Now, there's something really cool about Principal. Principal is one of those companies that. Um, uh, you've known about or you've seen, but the, the tobacco is not everywhere. Like I didn't, I, I mean, it was one of those things when Mark texts last night and asked if he'd ever heard of Principal. It's one of those like, oh, I mean, yeah, you, you've heard of them, you knew what they were. Darren, the owner, has the more interesting story. He's a world cigar smoking champion. Um, you remember us talking to Jason Lois? He wanted a few years before he did, um, and he he's actually known for what he's known for in the industry is being a purveyor and a collector of vintage, old uh, cigar lifestyle pieces. So pre-Castro humidors, paintings, artwork, cigars, things like that. Um, amassed quite a collection himself. Uh, he kind of got coined the treasure hunter in the cigar world. He was going out finding all these vintage, old, fun things. And uh, ended up selling them and now makes his company, his cigars, out of the Dominican Republic. So that's going to be the biggest thing in us smoking these cigars. Um, like on Craft and Puro, the cowboy and myself, this will be the first Dominican Puro that has ever been smoked on this show. Period. Um, which is fun in a few different ways. Um, but it is the Christmas episode. Let's open this thing up with a cheers and let's get this shit going, guys. So, Happy Merry Yule. Christmas. Happy Yule time, everyone. Winter Solstice is banging for a few more days. Hail Santa. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. 
That tastes like Christmas. Well, so I don't know, and I was, I'm trying what does to. Christmas taste like, by the way, if you know, I'd like to know. Mm. I'm gonna say gingerbread. Yeah, that's that, yeah, it's a ginger. I'm gonna get some ginger in there. A little yeah, bit like I don't know if it because the same thing's coming off the cigar. It's got a like a gingerbread cookie kind of. That's why I'm referencing to you know it's got a ginger, a soft spice, um, like a spice ginger, not a palate cleansing ginger. Yeah. Um, which is which is unique. Um, I want to have some fun on this episode today. We're gonna kind of goof off. Um, we've got some fun things lined up, things in the books. Cowboy and I talked about it last week after our Tesno Del Tobacco was on. Um, but I want to start with the Cowboy. Will you please tell our listeners your top five cigars of 2020? <clears throat> Let's see. Um... I have what you text me if you want that. No, I, I know I know what I text you, but I think <clears throat> or what I smoked, and there may be a few outside of that that, but getting it down to five and doing it really quick without having to really grunt through the whole thing. I think the Tatawahe Miami 15 was a shocker. I don't think I've ever had a, uh, a cigar that the draw was absolutely amazing. It was effortless. The flavors, the tobacco in that was just enjoyable. It's probably a three-hour cigar that just blew me away. And so that was definitely in there. And then I just got my Maduro Especiales the other day, and those are just absolutely fantastic. Um, then, of course, we had the Las Caveras 2020 this year, which... I have to hold my back, myself back from smoking them because they're fantastic. Um, so that's one, two, three. And then without a question of a doubt, I think all of us this year just fell in love with Karloff, the Tatawate release that just was amazing. Oh yeah. And then uh, a dark horse, which came to me one late hour <laughs> is the Dananoff. I just thought that's a special cigar as well. So those. Those rounded out my my top five for sure, and I agree on two of those. Mine of the year were the the Davidoff Late Hour, especially that Toro that's been coming this year. Um, the Tatuaje 15, that thing, actually, and I, I'm going to clarify that Tatuaje 15 Bellicoso, that 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 takes the washboard for anything Pete Johnson's ever done in tobacco for me. That cigar is fantastic. Um, it takes everything from the Selection of Cazadoras or the Brown Label um, all the way into what he does with the one-offs, the Nui Ventas, and the, the mixtures he does with the Monsters. The Mil Dios, I thought, was the Tums at number two. That was a phenomenal cigar, the Thousand Days cigar done with Pachardo, Luciano Moreas. I love that cigar so much, partially because... I think it took an attuned palate to actually enjoy that cigar, which is why we all did. And I really liked the way even people that weren't fond of it came back to it and found the, the beauty that's inside that cigar. Um, for selfish reasons and because I'm a fanboy of the Calaveras 2020, it's up there, you know. R.I.P. Kobe. <laughs> Too soon? No? Okay, no, not whatever. Really. Um, so that's, die. what is that, four? Um, and then I'm going to say, what am I going to say for that fifth one? Do you want me to 
give you my text. Yeah, I was. I, was, I can't <laughs> look it up. Um, we'll put Viva La Vida in there. I, I think that that Viva La Vida uh, coming out this year. Um, and the way that cigar grew through the year and the different sizes and all that, I think that's my top five uh, for the year. Well, I want to add to that, too. I have had, <clears throat> believe it or not, I had smoked a lot of the Viva La Vida with you, but believe it or not, I never smoked the gesture. You know when I said Until I thought the that, other day you said I had, but I hadn't. You know what I was thinking of? And that blows the other ones away, in my you, opinion. Oh, hey, hey, I think that jester is the best so rendition. So I just smoked that, like, last week, yeah. and I, I was pleasantly surprised how different that was. Lights. Different. And we oh. already went through on the podcast yeah. why it was different. On that podcast, but, yeah. I made a statement. I was like, we have pretty much smoked through all those five packs. Julian. Julian has bought 12 of those five packs from Lit. Holy crap. Yeah. He is actually, when I originally smoked the Jester, I didn't know it came in a five pack. He had given me one when we were hanging out. I was like, oh, cool. It's a different size. You know, yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. did they send you some gestures? No. When when we had the Viva Levitas, we just had the, right. the Robusto. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No. But I, up to that point, had never had those. And mm. I, I think that one stands way above the rest of them. For, for sure. I th mm. Until these Lanceros come. I did order five of the Lanceros mm. um, to try them. And then they're... they're We've got some coming as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're going to say, um, oh, how did I start that? But I'm with Let's... you on that with the gesture. You know, I was just trying to think of the whole year of us smoking and whatever. But, no, that's, I, I would almost, that one got in, like, at the last minute. Dude, that thing is fire. So it, the reason we're doing this, and I'm going to have everyone say it, is uh, tonight at 7 p.m., this podcast will go up a little after that on our Patreon, we've got a poll up there. Now, we're going to discuss when we get done out of this poll what our favorite was. And out of everyone that picks that favorite, we're going to randomly pick a winner. And I've got that cigar, and we're going to send it to you if you, if you pick a little Christmas present, thing like that. Um, but I have to, one thing I do have to make a point, if you haven't smoked it, the Cowboys started with it, I'm going to finish with it, that 15-year Miami from Tatuaje. We've still got three boxes on back order. It's just kind of the way the world's been going right now, especially Nicaraguan tobacco has kind of been pushed down due to the COVID thing. Um, but Not when that, that cigar but comes... Three, uh, two at least huge storms come through there and mm. drop 65, 70 inches, uh, inches of rain on them. That's true. I'm over They've here been pushed about back on weather a couple times, yeah. too. And I'm over here thinking about COVID. God knows what else has been going on down there. Nicaragua doesn't do shit about COVID. Yeah, Who knows? Forget that. Um, and then let's go Frenchman. Top five cigars you've had this year. Top five that, that were released this year? Your top five, five cigars of 2020. I don't care when they came from. Like the well, the late hour from Davidoff is not this well, year. It's been around. But, but you could. But 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 it, just just to understand, if if he said the 2017 Calaveras, Las Calaveras, because he tried That's it this year. That's the best year. cigar he had this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, well, Karloff, Karloff, uh, Karloff. <laughs> okay. It's it's was I haven't been on very many episodes this year. Okay. So I, we're gonna I, skip the Frenchman. His favorite yeah. star was the Karloff. Well, for sure. I, 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 I think around the horn that's gonna be in the top five. For I, I love that's, that. That's uh, it, it is top five, and, <laughs> and part of that is I've been gone for like half a year. Mm. So uh, once we started going, once I came back, you dirty seaman. I know. 
Uh, I don't know about that, Curtis. I I don't know. You picked it up there at the end. You might be. However, I do love the Cro-Magnons. Okay. That's true, yeah. Yeah. I think that that was definitely like, I know Bourbon Cowboy over there, man, and he got. I bought a box of them. I think right now, that's my favorite Roma He's been rolling through them, man. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's great. And so I like those. Those are, they taste good. They got a good draw. This. The cigar we're smoking right now is, is different. It's unique. Um, as usual, I'm the I'm the quick smoker of the group. So uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm Cowboys pro- smoking you out, bro. Yeah, well, I think we're moving. I think we're all seriously. I don't know if there's enough wind in here, but it's kind of doing its. Well, and, know, and that's the thing I was going to say. I'm not saying it's canoeing, but it's got right now. you got to kind of stay on it with your lighter. Yeah, and, and it's not burning <laughs> even. At least for I me. will say that part of the cigar is taking time to catch up. But your top yeah. five, get through that quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Karloff. Did I mention Karloff? Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm gonna go back to my joke. His favorite cigar is Karloff. Um, <laughs> Squirt in German. God, you're gonna do that forever. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna follow suit a little bit with one of these guys. I will say the Karloff is definitely in my top five. Um, that one, I honestly wound up with two boxes of that one by complete happenstance. You're welcome. But thank you. Um, so anyway, I, I really love the Karloff. Uh, that's a great one. But to, divin- to, to, to you know kind of diversify from everyone else, um, I was gifted a couple weeks ago, I guess now, a Viaje Zombie from 2012. That is definitely up there in my top five for this year. Um, the Davidoff Colorado, Colorado Claro, that was probably another one. So there's three. Um, that when you, in, when you gave me that RC233 in the Perfecto size right. from your box from Tatuaje, I have a Grand Perfecto for you. It's bigger than that one, it's huge. But just since you, I want to make sure you get Well, let me just say something while you're saying that. Because what I tried to do when Mark <clears throat> asked me my top five, I tried to get cigars that were um, kind of readily available. Like, I mm-hmm. obviously that RC series is phenomenal. But I didn't really want to put that in my top five because, it, it, listen, it's good. you're going to really have to dig to get that RC series. Now, I don't know if you can buy them online. But I think for in general to get an RC series, you know, we just lit just got the RC yep. series, but I thought they were kind of hard to come by. Plus, $25, $30 a cigar. You're welcome, Brian. I mean, it's kind of blah, blah, blah. And the zombie, I smoked those probably six, seven years ago in a, a shotgun box out of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were really good there. And then for Halloween, I tried to get a hold of some of those. Mm-hmm because I didn't know Mark's exposure, um, the Viking to those. So I'm glad you got them and we're very happy with them through your- Just a friend. A good good friend of yours. Um, So I was happy to see that you got those, but- Well, I mean, he well, really it's it's ironic because this friend, his name's Rob um, Rubiano. He's a a power lifter, also fellow Marine. And he just was like, hey man, like I've noticed that you've been posting a lot of cigar stuff that you've been smoking on your Instagram and and he goes, honestly, dude, he's like, I've got a massive humidor full to the brim with some stuff that, like, straight up, I don't yeah, think Yeah, well, I that can. was an amazing package. Yeah, I, I read he's, like, it. I don't, he's like, I don't know that I can smoke them all by myself. I was like, I'll, I'm going to send you some. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to find some stuff that you probably never had yeah. that you cannot find, and I'm going to send them to you. And he sent well, me six Cubans from the early 2010, so 2012 to, like, 2016. And then he also then he gave me and then there was three of the did VIAs. he date those boxes? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, he gave he me the date on every list. one of them. Was, which was yeah, very yeah, did nice. He too. know the date on his boxes. Yes. So he's been sitting on those for ten years. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, he's had them for a minute. I mean, he's he honestly, with, when, with either when he's deployed or been stationed in different places, whether it be overseas or, or stateside, he's just you know he he's, he he even said he's like I've been gifted hundreds if not thousands of dollars of cigars in my life and it's like i just i want to share that so it was really cool that's you know, cool yeah, the, be- the beauty sure. of the cigar industry right that's oh i wasn't trying to beat it up i just no, 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 no. a lot of times you hear someone be like hey this is from 2007 then you're like came out in 2000 no oh, i mean dude. he's got no reason to lie i mean i mean you see you saw the way. no not 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 him not well, him. well like yeah someone know, gave it to him right so you know what i mean yeah. but anyway back to my top your five. top five yeah right sorry. like like i said I'll, I'll add the rc rc 233s in there whether it be in the perfecto or grand perfecto um, Hodge made a good point. I mean, they are a little bit more difficult to find, but they're still floating around on the internet. You can still still find them out there. There, if you want some, I definitely say get on it quick because they are going fast. I think that fire has caught, so to speak, and everybody's like, I want these. They're really good. Um, and then um, I will say for my last one, oh man, um, honestly, I, I, I will I will say, I mean, I didn't get a chance to smoke to the fifteen. Um, I had a, a per, I had a, a natural, natural fifteen, yeah. so and it it was good, but I was also inebriated when I smoked that, so I'll kind of not put that up there. But I'll be real, I, I think probably another one of my favorite ones that kind of came out of twenty or that I kind of smoked in twenty twenty. I mean, easily like the Roma Craft, like the Aquatine, like the Sabretooth was one of my favorites. I mean, no. that one was definitely up there for me. So yeah, I mean, and God, I, I've smoked more cigars this year than I ever have in my entire life. And it, it's hard to choose. I think you guys are probably all in the same boat. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to narrow that down. It's rough. You just kind of pick from the ones that are sitting on you. Right. Mad Russian, five of them. Go. So it's an interesting criteria because, because I, I think that given your experience, there, there, there are plenty of things that I tried this year that, that you, things that besides 2020 releases that you probably already had. So in my, in my five, for example, I'd have to include um, that skinny monster drac, I, I love that one. Yeah. That, that that was mine by 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 the luck of the draw when we were here. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was that was a memorable episode, and 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 that's what I ended up with, and I loved it. I want more of that. Um, I'm with I'm I'm with the rest of the group on on, on the Karloff, and I I did buy two boxes, and, and neither one was 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 a fucking lottery or whatever. Right. Um, I, I really liked the, the, this year's Las Calaveras. I, I it was actually it might be my my, my, my favorite in in, Blast in, me. in in the last like three four. It it was sweeter than the others, and I really liked that that. Right, I, go, I, ahead. go ahead. Okay, and I think uh, so. I I, uh, I I liked the the, the Rumcraft twenty twenty. Uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to. Th- I, I was actually when 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 I started thinking about this list, I was really thinking about things that were only released this year. So, uh, um, and I and I actually think that my favorite is 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 what I, what you guys will have to try if you because ha- um, I don't know if I don't think anybody besides me has tried it. It is the uh, the, um, the 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 foundation cigars f- fifth anniversary. Uh, the their fit it's it's the wise man fifth anniversary it, it had a beautiful box but so so there's that but but that's the packaging isn't everything i i really like that cigar it's kind of it's kind of my, my my current my current favorite what was and it what was the cigar again you'll smoke it tonight we haven't yes. had it yet so it, it's okay. it's the it, it's so foundation cigars <coughs> it's not my it wasn't my, my my first time trying their products but it was it's I, I loved it so much that that I went back and, and 
we have Hellfire. Sorry about that, guys. Is that the one that I told you I, I have those? I picked them up at uh, uh, no. Monte Cristo in Nashville. No, this is... You, no, you, you, did get, you did get Tabernacles. Yeah. You did. He went and bought that box of those five-year anniversary yeah. ones. That came same cigar, but but the fifth year anniversary, a longer age tobacco, I believe. Yes, and it, specific size. I think. Yes, I think I, 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 I'm, I'm out so, of my element so, here. So I don't know I, exactly, but I, 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 what, actually, okay. So so the packaging got me. I, I saw I saw I saw I saw this unique box, this the the, the, the this awesome presentation. I decided, I, I I have to have that. And 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 I, and I was thinking, man, I I, I hope that the, the the cigars measure up, that it that it, that it's not just a, a a cool box and 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 a sad cigar. And I I, I really liked them. They 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 were, they were not the most expensive cigar, fortunately, uh, of, of of the year. I, uh, but I but I, I love them, and, and and I would love to hear what you guys think once you've had a chance to try them. Well, well, let's They're, dive into one of those tonight. Let's the, smoke the, one and talk about it. So does that round out your top five? The five-year tabernacle. I gave I gave four. Oh, do you have one? You have one more. Uh, I'm sorry, I was having a hard time coming up with the fifth. I I, uh, I gave the Romacraft, the Las Calaveras, the the the, the Karloff, the Drac, and oh, and okay, and okay I'm sorry, okay, I did cool. get five. Sorry. All right, so let's do this. I do have another fun Christmas question. We're going to ask to keep this fucking these Yule time greetings going perfectly, uh, but I want to start and ask um the cowboys got them dimes their quarters stacked over there i did good. I just, dropped it on my fucking oh. just now damn just now yeah. all over rub my it, rub it the squirting german yeah. cashed in oh my god um, so oh cowboy now now children shut up <laughs> cowboy yeah the cigar and against this christmas barrels rye wilderness trail well I think this cigar reminds me of a couple other we've had this year. It's Honduran, correct? Dominican. Or Dominican. Well, it leaves a real dry, dusty oh, taste in my mouth. And um, it's not my favorite. I've, I've smoked similar to this, and it's got a real earthy... You know, I, I, I find myself comparing a lot of times because when I was young, I, dr I tried to, to uh, drink Budweiser. Yeah. Every time I drink Budweiser, I get a, after a while, like you have a bunch of those, it gets real dry. Hey, cotton mouth. Right. Yeah. This is what I'm getting from this. And then the same thing, like you dr uh, drink Miller Lite. Or you drink five, 12 of those, and I, I've got a really great taste in my mouth, and it stays um, moist in there. I mean, for, for lack of better words, but I'm just saying, this would be not one that I would continue to smoke because of the taste pro profiles of it. It's not right. my gig. Right on. Um, but that's my point. I mean, what do you think about this Christmas Barrels Right. I like it, and it reminds me, I mean, initially, it's got some of the stuff that I always like of uh, the Wilderness Trail. Uh, I, I've had the rye before, and even this one. It's just a little on the high rye side for me, but... I hate to say anything bad about Wilderness Trail because I love them so much, and you guys know I've praised it, praised it a lot. I'm not, uh, I don't have the rye in my collection because it's just a little too much rye for me, and this is good, by the way, but if you'll notice, the more we drink it, the, the it seems like the rye comes out a little bit more now, as it settles down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, in the high rye, are you getting sweet or spice? Mm. 
I'm definitely getting a sweet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just sweet. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. I think that's. Yeah. I get it's high rye fucked up. Rye. Yeah. I get high rye fucked. High rye is actually a sweeter grain. Yeah. And a lot of people, the taste note they put on is peppery. They'll they'll, they'll, uh, they'll say a peppery nasal on it, or a peppery but nose. I think this but is high a little is, bit of improvement on their regular rye, because I had that when I went down the Wilderness Trail. But um, yeah. And we're going to be doing Willet, and those are going to be uh, way different, I think, from each other. But You're welcome. anyway, that's my thing. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll suck your dick and we're done. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Um, so, Russian, go ahead. You got some flaky quarters, too. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I like the Christmas pud, but uh, it, it's... Uh, um, I actually thought that this would be a, a, a pretty good pairing, and, and and as a pairing, I, I I'm not enjoying it. I find that that, that I'm, I'm 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 smoking for a while, and then and and then taking a drink, and then and then not smoking for a while because because I don't like them together. I I, I think that that this rye the the, the the sweetness overpowers the cigar. I independently, I think they're good. I I I, I thought that maybe um, maybe I did something different um, because because mine was wasn't burning evenly and I've tried to make adjustments I, it's not like I, I it, it went out and I had to relight it but the, the consistency is a bit off uh, but 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 I, 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 I like it I mean it's it's a uh, of course I like the aesthetic I like that that, that that we have this you know not one but two cloth bands on on, on this little thing um, it, it's festive right for sure for sure um, freshman what do you think man uh, well, um, the sweetness that comes from the rye and the cigar, kind of like the Russian said, I don't think quite go together. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I do agree with Hodge in the dustiness, the flavor uh, of the cigar, and the sweetness of the rye. I, I love rye. Um, I, I found that rye are, I like rye better than anything else. Um, I may have ruined my palate with what we had a little bit before we had we started. So, but at the same time, very sweet. Um, definitely tastes like Christmas. The the, the ginger. Yeah. Whatever, ginger bread. I wouldn't say ginger. Yeah. <laughs> not like the ginger you get at a sushi restaurant. Yeah, 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 <laughs> not not yeah, a yeah. palate cleansing ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Spice ginger. Yeah, like a spice ginger. ginger. Yeah. But it, it's a sweet. It's the sweetness of it. Does not compliment the cigar. All right, cool. Score in German. Well, I want to be different than everybody uh, because I, I wouldn't say that it's the best pairing in the world, but I think it goes decently well. I mean, the obviously I'm going to go with everybody else. The rye is definitely sweeter. Definitely has like a ginger, like you know, like you're taking a bite of like the gingerbread cookie, right? You know, it's it's good. I mean, I I like that aspect of it, and I think what I I'm not getting the dry mouth as you guys are talking about. I maybe it's because I've drank a, pretty much a gallon of water already today, so I'm just I'm a little more hydrated, so my mouth isn't drying out nearly as bad. But um, you know I, I I think that the the sweetness of the of the rye goes decently well with the earthier. Really, I mean this cigar it, it doesn't have a particularly heavy spice. It's very light. Um, but it's extremely, extremely earthy. I mean, and, and it, you know, so as far as Dominican goes, I, I don't think that the, this, as far as a Dominican, you know, smoke goes, I, it's probably one of the better, better Dominicans I've had. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Dominicans, and you know that. 
but I would say it's one of the better ones. I don't think it's bad, personally. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I mean, to me, this tastes a little bit better. Um, on and that, what is on the that. price point on these that we're smoking? Thirteen forty a piece. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't like I said. I'm not going to say that it's the best pairing we've ever had, right? By right. any means, but I wouldn't necessarily write it off. I mean, there's definitely better things out there. I think this cigar would go much better with just more of like a straight bourbon that, that's got a little bit more of like the that oakiness to it. I think that would go well. I think the that would pair much better with the earthiness of the cigar. But I mean, again, I, I, I like them both to the point where I'm not going to write either one of them off at this point. So I have a general question. Some, hmm. I like that. I'm going to agree with you a little and now I'm going to agree with with the cowboy and over here. I've had about a gallon of water today too, um, but this is that typical Dominican tobacco that I was talking about when you talk about Toro Fuente and a lot of not using Valley Dominican tobaccos. I don't know, when I, when I say cotton mouth dries your mouth out, that is that heavy earthy soil note, okay, which you can't appreciate. It's, it's, it's good in a way, but... Um, the reason I think that's happening so much is the amount of draw effect you have to have on this cigar to keep it burning. It's too damn much work. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. This is this is not a cigar. We can't sit here, smoke on it, draw on it. Like when I get, I'm not going to smoke this till I get done saying what I'm going to say, and I guarantee it's out. Uh, guarantee it. I don't have to, I'm not even worried about it. Or at least one side's out. out and have burning. Um, is, is that burning of the, issues? The girth? Yeah. No, it, it's. It, there's a million again it's a handmade product right there's a million million reasons why it could be doing that i think in fermentation and aging when you cap the foot of a cigar you stop the airflow of the cigar okay you bund you bind up what's inside of the tobacco the tobacco is going to hold to a certain point uh, and you can see like when you look at how the ash is splitting on this side so that's a downward vein that's now burning uh, when you look at the way it's cracking up here, that was two folds on a leaf. Okay. So on a, on a practical consideration, how? Well, let's get into that. I'm gonna okay. this part, okay. right? Yeah, but I know where you're going. But um, the cigar does give off a cotton mouth kind of feel. That is the over earthiness, the over soil, the that peanut gallery kind of thing you talk about, like a salted peanut. It dries out the tongue. It does. Um, as far as pairing, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. This whiskey does not do anything for the cigar, and the cigar doesn't do anything for the whiskey. But when it comes to this wilderness trail, that shit is awesome. I I, I thoroughly enjoy that. It takes Christmas like, like ginger gingerbread cookie. It's got such a sugary sweet nose, and it's the it's such an easy drinking whiskey. And it's an over 100 proof rye, right? It's a hundred. It's a it's a, it's 116 proof. 116 proof rye, super easy drinking. The initial explosion you're gonna see is the pour we have that will it. 360 opposite. Right. 100. 1,000 percent different. That right there. That I. You, if I took that against a Neanderthal, against a 15 Miami, against a Mildia, against any cigar that's got any type of of mouthfeel body with a with a with a, with a, a, a full strength pepper side of it anything with Nicaragua. spread out earth tones Nicaraguan, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like that's, that's that's for caviar we all smoke yeah. Nicaraguan yeah. Um, that whiskey would be phenomenal against it this is a fun cigar like I said aesthetically it's fucking it's cool 
two labels, closed foot, pigtail, real fun, you know? Those things will sit until next year. This will be, not be something I smoke again uh, now. And that's nothing against principal because I tried to smoke one earlier. That's a great scar, just wrong size for me, you know? Um, but no, I'm excited to finish this cigar. And for effect, oh shit, he's wrong. <laughs> As, as you get deeper in the cigar, it, it maintains a better light quality and it, it has a better burn quality. And as you get probably through into that second half of the cigar, I won't even go into thirds because he's, it's a short fat cigar, right? So I mean, and, I, and I'll just say that like at this point, the big change is it goes from, you start to get a little more of that spice on the back end with this one. Well, and I think I th if you're talking spice again, that spice, I don't think it's spice, it's heat. Yeah, I it's mean, heat. It's heat from the ash itself. Well, I guess that's a fair, fair uh, Because you're getting closer down, the tobaccos are burning further. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that could be attributed to the fact that you have to smoke it so aggressively. Yeah, if, if, yeah, it, right. if, if there's one put down on this cigar, it is the amount of work, like the, the draws, the amount of draws. You, everyone's got their draw cycle when you smoke. Yo, mine's always been as two draws of retrohale, and that's 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 my smoke. Every time I put it, two draws of retrohale, and you're done. Yeah, you know, I keep going, going, going. How I smoke. Uh, but this one, you gotta. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna correct the burn by torquing off the damn thing. Torquing, not torquing. No, he, <laughs> he's clapping right. cheeks, guys. Yeah, just watch yeah girl. So, I have a couple of questions on, on, uh, related to this. One is, I was actually trying to imagine, since I, I haven't actually seen a whole lot of, 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 of cigar rolling, I. I don't. I, I'd actually really like to see how how, how something like this is made, be, be, because it, it it was it really was was this kind of complete sort of chrysalis package. It, it was it was it, you know it was kind of a flawless roll, and 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 I I'd really like to see how, how they achieved that. Um, and I know I don't know a whole lot of other examples of of, of something that where it's closed around around both ends well that's that's kind of fun i and cowboy and ash this too in all the years you've been smoking uh this is almost like that uncle nearest being so good as the tennessee whiskey against when we had a good tennessee whiskey last when have you smoked a cigar with a capped foot and the only other one i can tell you the only other one i've ever smoked was in Key West. It was at one of those island cigar factories, those those hand rolls they have, because they make them in all the different fun sizes. It was a Toro. The candy strike that yeah, you got it, in the Cuba yeah, box. That yeah. we had to we had to cut the end off of. But that was just a it's a touristy gimmick. It's a fun thing. Fun. I have not seen it. I've not smoked anything unless I'm just, I don't remember cutting the foot on a cigar and and but what I what I'd like to ask me what I mean other than it's been ten years for me having a different look to the cigar what does it really add to the cigar I, I did not nothing that's one of those moments where where <clears throat> as far as is is quality uh, it doesn't do anything with quality um, they're it's they're like getting a sausage link and they twist the ends so, or something I, right the there point. there is an idea if you're storing the old Cuban way. Where when you go to Nicaragua, uh, um, Honduras, Dominican Republic, you get Miami, Connecticut, anywhere. When cigars are being aged, the 30 to 90 days they sit once they're rolled, capped, labeled, everything like that before they get boxed, they're laid vertically. Okay, cigars are all bundled, they're sat this way. Cuban storage is foot down. Right. 
So I guess you can have an idea, but even even then, a Cuban cigar does not have a, a capped foot. It's it's any of them. I think Figueredo did a capped foot on like their 2011 Legacy series, and you can still buy those by for like ten cigars for like eighty. So, <laughs> so, so last night there, were, I, I I I listened to a debate about about this. Um, what? what I, I don't smoke a whole lot of Davidoff, but but there was there there there, there was a guy who said that, that 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 he he does, and he's he he said that 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 Davidoff does that in some line, and he also said that this is kind of I I, I didn't participate in the discussion. I just kind of casually listened as it happened behind me. He's the, the one guy said that 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 it's done so that so that you can have. Um, a greater exposure to, to the taste of the wrapper. That makes no sense because you're cutting the foot off. No, the, the guy who said that just burnt through it. No, you no, you, you immediately can't do that. So that would be like, I, I've got a, I'll, I'll pull a cigar out and I'll waste it to show you. If you take a cigar, put your hand over the foot, and you start lighting the cap, you know, like, like a fire barrier, right? Those flames will not immediately burn that tobacco. It's going to blacken and come down cook the tobacco before it lights up right right it's got to catch a flame before it can burn right when you do that on the bottom i guarantee the bottom half of his cigar is fucking shaded black and nothing you can do it's about almost it. like a relit yeah exactly it's, it's it's like a relight when you put the fucking lighter i mean here and light it and you get all the you get all the the robust smoke yep, flames that yep. come up you can't do that hey you can someone that does that cannot tell you they taste a cigar because all they're tasting is burnt tobacco it's that simple. Now, if they like their cigar that way, hell yeah, man. I'll try it once. Light one for me. I'll do it. Why not? Cool. Okay. But well, don't don't try tell, anything. Once. Don't don't tell someone that that's how you taste a wrapper. You want to taste a wrapper more? Smoke a fucking Lancero, <laughs> or unroll it and smoke the fucking wrapper. That's how you taste the wrapper more. Now, that that is that is just downright dumb. See, I'm doing that thing, I'm an <laughs> I fucking like that. That is just wrong. God fucking yo. That's one of those times where I wish we we were sitting around Luciano or even Lars, and someone say that. You know, Lars would do with this big fucking flashlight swinging around, like, wait, what'd you say? Nope, that's wrong. <laughs> and Luciano would just yo, laugh and, and get into it, man. I mean, it, it, it is okay. what it is, dude. I don't know. So the, I, I guess the other question I, uh, that, that I had, maybe it's a good general question for everyone. I I um. I've been really trying to 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 expand my 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 palate and my exposure, and and I have gone out of my way to to to, to seek out boutique brands, um, and 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 I noticed that 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 doing that necessarily requires spending more, and 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 I noticed that that in some cases the boutique brands um, spend more on fancy packaging. Uh, uh, they, 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 they do things so they can try to attract attention. I notice that when I go into in, in, in humidors, uh, when I find the, 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 those, the, those, those, those small quantity limited release boutique cigars, they tend to be, well, I'm short, so I'm 5'6", and, and I find them above my eye level. Well, the, the thing with boutique brands is, okay, so we'll, a uh, brand that we all enjoy uh, mainstream. So we'll take Rocky Patel, for example, okay? We found some Rockies that we enjoy. Um, 
Rocky releases so many different cigars that the the branding, the packaging, everything is done in bulk order, placed together and put out, right? A boutique company, okay, so Crown Heads, for example, right? They're still boutique. I don't care what anybody fucking says, they are, okay? So when the, we'll, we'll take the Los Calaveras, for example. When the 2020 came out, I think they did 3,200 boxes in each size, okay? So that's a collective, maybe 12,000 total boxes, okay? Rocky Patel with 37 different facings does 20,000 boxes of all 37 facings, right? So you have the same amount of money, if not a little less, put into the packaging to create a larger persona around it, to create the attention span, the, the draw, the, the effect of eyesight, right? Because the thing when it comes to perishable objects, right? When it comes to whiskey, wine, beer, cigars, food, what's the first sense that you use when you get to it? Dry sight. Yeah. You see it. It draws you directly to it. You can spend more on it. You can design it a little better. You create that eyesight and you draw it to it. If you're not creating as much volume, but you're creating the same standard at a lower volume cost, you can spend more money in the aesthetic purpose of it. And draw it towards it. Right? Prime example, Tatuaje and his monsters in the face boxes. Right? (laughs) Creating a thousand boxes that ship to a few other locations. Um, guys, we're going we're gonna to take a quick little break. Um, we'll finish this conversation, and we will come back to this real quick. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we're back. We had some uh, noise kids in the neighborhood doing their thing. You know, they're pissed. It's rainy and cold, but hey, it's Yule. Get over it. Damn crotch problem. Um, so, yeah, that was, that's, that's what that was. I don't want to dive any more deeper into that, but that was, that was fun. Um, I, I've just I, I've 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 spent more j- just just for the experience. Well, and, and you will because th- that's kind of the idea behind the boutique. The reason they tag themselves that you know, a lot of them are not boutique. You know, when you start putting out thousands of boxes a month, you're no longer boutique. You know, but um, it's 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 fun. It is what it is. Um, and you will continue to pay extra for those because the aesthetics of the box. Usually, most boutique brands are not their own rollers. They're sourcing from someone else because they have to, and that's where some of the best tobacco comes from, much like some of the best whiskey comes from sourced regions. Okay. You know? So, uh, the, okay, well, just one more follow-up question on that. Um, I'm aware of, of, of spirit brands and beer brands that release boutique labels that they hope the general public that the consumers will not recognize as being just that's marketing 101 okay when one when one product line begins to stale or become stagnant yeah you create a spin off of it to increase follow for the product line that's where that comes from the boutique boutique version of x so is that is that happening in the cigar industry, a lot no, too? no, boutique brands are boutique brands, but you do have mainstream brands that create their 2020 limited edition, and all their marketing goes into that brand. But they're not trying to deceive consumers by making it seem like there's a new brand. Oh no, there's new- none of that. No, no, okay. no. That, that's select that's, to the spirits world. Okay, that is one, and and the car world and the business world. Okay, all right. all right. So we're wrapping up on these uh, holiday baubles. Um, it's just cigars. It's a lot of work. It's fun, though. Um, what are we jumping into next as far as pour? 
Oh, we. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were looking at me. Yeah. I mean, whatever you want to do. You want to jump into will it rye, or if you want to jump in that long branch. That's well, like, really? let, why don't we pour the rye to compare to the wilderness rye? Yeah, sure. Against it, so we know the difference, yeah, and yeah. then we're going to get into this long branch. We're gonna drink through this bottle tonight because it's there's a, a lot of fun to that. Okay. So let's get poured up. Um, if someone here, you don't mind, I'll pass everything yeah, pass over. over here. I'll pour it up. Um, all right, I'm gonna go to the next Christmas question. Um, your favorite Christmas movie, Cowboy Go. <laughs> Grinch, who stole Christmas. All right. Yeah. Animated? No, the original. Boris Karloff, a buddy of oh. ours, who puts out good cigars. <laughs> he does. Which I'm being facetious. <laughs> you gotta like Karloff's voice in the whole thing, and that's just fantastic. Every time I watch it, I love it. Maybe I like the dog more than I do the Grinch, but they work well together. Max is a legend. Yeah. Max got literally got the short end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lucky made it down the mountain. Max. <laughs> Max. <laughs> um. So, um, Frenchie, go ahead. Christmas movie. Well, the fact that I have a pink bunny suit <laughs> in my. Uh, closet you're a furry wait well, i knew that <laughs> are you sure you want to bring that out on this episode no, but yeah, i mean you'll there are things it. better left at home bro. right exactly i've won costume contests with the dude everyone has because you won most boring no 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 most not original no 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 because i had the bcgs to go with oh uh, okay the uh christmas story and not to mention the fact that growing up in in Wisconsin, I may or may not have at some point stuck my tongue on a pole. <laughs> Again, things you should leave at home. I don't know about poles you stuck your tongue to. You know, flagpole. He's in the he's uh, in the he's in yeah. the Navy. He stuck his tongue to a lot of poles. Saying flagpole does not make anything better. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Um, uh, squirt in German. Go ahead. All right, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the quote here. Hey, Chris, if you're not doing anything constructive, run into the living room and get my stogie. From fucking Christmas, the Christmas National vacation. Uncle Lewis. Like, come on now. If that's not your favorite Christmas movie, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm going to cause controversy, so I'm going to go last. <laughs> go ahead. I'm I'm a little lost in this because I, I, um, I've, I've never celebrated Christmas in the traditional way. Um, but I guess my favorite Christmas movie might be um, N Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, okay, now right. now you've got us all thinking. How do you celebrate Christmas in a non-traditional way? I grew up in a Russian family where right. the, the the well, there's that. Well, the, so the the <laughs> the, the, the traditional R Russian celebration based on Soviet times was New Year's, and it's still celebrated the same way. Still have the tree. Still have the decorations. We put, still put the presents under the tree, 
But you didn't open the presents until after New Year's. Well, Father Christmas was actually originated in Russia, so. The, well, well, it, well, it was Dead Moroz, which is which is the, uh, Grandfather Frost. Well, whatever, same thing. So the, so so the, there 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 are certain parts of the tradition, like for example, you, bef- just before the midnight, you 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 toast to 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 the the good things of of of, of the year that that's just about to end, and then immediately afterward, you 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 toast to. The, the things that, that 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 you hope for in in, in the new year and 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 anyway the, the I, I, I there, there there's there's some part that that, that, I, that I like about it I didn't feel like I, I, I ever missed out because because it's comparable and and actually oh, a fair number of you guys will will will, will, will you know we'll, we'll get to do that with us this year so i'm excited about that it's always it was always a family thing so i've never done the the traditional sort of um go drinking with friends or or, or Hodge, smoke the so, noblesse so but anyway um i i i i i i like i i like the the the, the tim burton films i i you know we we we, we we've kind of adopted you know, some, right. a lot of a lot of right. decorations to that too. So, I, well, I'm gonna pull my quote up and yippee kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's my second. I was part of the diehard fucking dude. That's Christmas right there. Okay, he saved a building on Christmas. It's fucking Christmas. Yeah, whatever, man. Okay, it's fantastic. Next, to that Jack Frost with Michael Keaton can't fucking beat it. Just saying. Dude, that is a good uh, one. However, can't beat it. Creepy ass Michael, snowman. Michael, Michael Keaton. Was or not Mike? Bruce, Bruce Willis said, "Die Hard" is not a Christmas movie. I don't care if Bruce Willis said. <laughs> okay, it's not about what he thinks. It's not about, about what he thinks. It's what we think about his movie. Understand? Okay. Christmas movie. Got it. Christmas movie. There were lights, a tree, and fucking snow. Okay. And C four. Lots and lots, lots of C four. That, that was angry yeah. Play-Doh. There you go. Angry Play-Doh. Mm. Mm. That's coming from a true combat engineer. That's my life. <laughs> All right, so we're wrapping up on these. I think we're all going to grab another cigar. Um, and we poured the Willet Rye. Um, yep. Let's give this thing a cheers. Cheersen. Cheers, gentlemen. Courage, you get your pour. Oh, oh, oh fuck. Oh, Crash okay. your bottle no, over no, 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 no. What? Cheers. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, good enough. Cheers. No, All right. Wow, that's a hell of a difference. 180. A lot, lot less rye on that one, to be honest. Well, it's, it's just a, it's a, a straighter rye, a lower rye. It's a little spicier. You get more of the oak in this. Definitely. Um, and you get that that uh, that Willet sweetness that's in a lot, a lot of their products. It's almost like a, a burnt cinnamon kind of kind so, of pool. So when I took the uh, that that Stephen Thief, you know, b- bourbon class. At Wilderness Trail, Pat Heist, one of the owners and founders of, of Wilderness Trail, paid special respect to, to Willet. He really uh, made it clear that, that he respects the, the, the what the, what they've been doing, the, the, the kind of products that they're producing, and and you can see why why this stands out this way. In fact, uh, Wilderness Trail has a, 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 a special edition that, that, that where they bought a barrel from Willet. They 
they, they let it sit a little longer in the barrel and then they bottled it and they sold it as, as, as kind of a joint label. So it, it, I, 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 I really like that, that, that kind of aspect too, that, 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 they, that they recognize that, 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 they're, that they're different and 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 they and they're they they seem to be fans of each other and that they're and, and that they're putting each other up I, I i like that because i like both of them this yeah. is this is great yeah this is good i mean i think this is uh more in the line of rye cowboy we've had this i know the last time we had this we had this at the uh craft imperial legends event yeah and i think the only the only thing i mean we've been there I've been drinking Willet now for maybe seven years, so I drank the three-year for quite a while, and now the four-year, and and it's good. I I'm just like, what else you got? Did you know, this did it, this did this change? Was this originally a three-year? Originally, yes. this was a three-year, and they had it for I don't know maybe three years out, and now they got the four-year, and it's very good. But I mean, Willet is one of those that I think is very kind of mysterious because you don't hear much about them, and then this is what's been out, and it is what it is, and there's nothing. You know, they talk about this or that, and the next thing you know, they'll put a few bottles out of something new and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, my only thing with it is very good. It's a solid, great rye. We've all had it and enjoyed it a lot. But I'm like, come on. Let's giddy up on some other so they've been, uh, they've exciting been, deals. They've been sitting on that same age statement in that bottle for how many years now? How long has it been a four? Well, I think the four, to be quite honest with you, three's been around for at least three, three years, maybe four. And now I think the four year is just out within the last year or so. Oh, okay. So this is the, I guess. So they may be the, riding this four out for the next three or four the years. The newest expression. Right. Well, doesn't, doesn't, what now I think uh, what, this is what kills me about wood. And I told everyone this when I talked about the pot still bottle. Like I told you today, that's the Willet bottle you're used to seeing is the pot still. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, when I got my- little sucker. Yeah, yeah, when I got my bottle of pot still, when I bought it, I was like, hell yeah, ain't no one got one of these. I walked into dog, what used to be Lucas, walk in the front door, strutting my shit, look left. Dude, there's like a 20 foot wall of that's Willet pot still bottles. Oh yeah, Will, Willet's and I was like, forever you know today, what? I mean. damn it. And I had never, so I, the fact that this was readily available on that shelf you were at is insanity to me. I have still yet, still yet to see that Willet bottle because I think it, it I think that's a, that's a very pretty bottle. The display on it is, it's ornate. It's very, it's, it's, yes. you, that's how you know. Well, the reason, kind of be the real. reason I know that Noah's Mill and Rowan's Creek is Willet when you don't read the bottle is because of the label design on that bottle is the same fucking label design on Noah's Mill and Rowan's Creek. Different design, like, wow. except, but sticker size. Exactly. Except, except, except that Noah's Mill is in a Chardonnay bottle. No, no difference. Yeah, I was going to say that that, 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 that that looking at at wine bottles, the stuff that they that they put the Willet label on, they're always the equivalent of Bordeaux wine bottles and all of their other brands that they don't put Willet on are usually in Bordeaux bottles, uh, and that—that—that's that, an interesting detail. I don't—I don't know that it means anything, but but I've, I've been it's watching. It's probably a design technique. I mean, is this your first time having that Willet? Yeah, that's the first time having the Willet. Right How do you me. like it? I like it. it's good. Good ride. And that's kind what of funny think of considering we don't see it over here a lot. Sometimes I—I've always gotten it in Illinois. Well, I'm that's kind of that's why you haven't had it, right? Yeah, Lebanon, yeah, 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 yeah. Lebanon, Illinois, tiny little town. 
there's a, a honestly shout out to these guys. I don't, I don't think they have like a social media or anything, but if you're in, you know, the like I would say pretty much if you're if you're east of, of, of St. Louis in Illinois, I mean this place it's called it's literally Lebanon Wine and Spirits, and they have a I'll be real they have they have a whiskey selection that I would I would dare say rivals like the size of like total wine but they have a far more exclusive collection i mean they, they just have more stuff that you're not going to see at like your big box stores this like i said it's just some little i mean indian guy you know like sitting at the counter knows his shit about whiskey i mean because he's making all these suggestions oh we're going to get this in we're going to get that in you just missed this like he's like he, you know he knows he knows what he's talking about because he knows like if you like this type of stuff then well then you'll you definitely would have loved to see the bottle of heaven hill that walked out of here you know 20 minutes where you walk in the store and i'm like well that's unfortunate i wish i would be able to grab that one but yeah i mean i mean they've got they've, i mean they got everything whistle pig to down i mean down to like your your cheap stuff i mean they've even got a lot of the texas whiskeys that i've not seen this side of texas so i mean it's pretty cool i mean i i, I saw it and like i i was in the you know it's dropped by the store, this this Wilker store for the first time. It's right next to the gym that I go to, and I sent these guys all these pictures, and they're like, "Oh shit! Like, where the hell is this place at? Like, what the? Where the, why why have you been holding out on us? <laughs> you know, right. like because it was the first time I'd been in there. I had recommended from some of the guys at the gym, like, oh yeah, I mean, if you like whiskey, you'll love to go over that place. I'm like, all right, whatever, yeah, like. I'm not going to fucking buy the typical bottles of Makers. You know, I can get that dirt cheap on base, whatever. Right. I walked in there, I'm like, well, all right then. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, and what's, what was unique about those pictures you sent is I joke about Rowan's Creek and Noah's Mill all the time. When you're in a big package store or a box store, um, big name brand liquor store, they blend them in with the bottles. And when you're cruising by, and especially now since, the big package stores to try and move their barrel aged wines are starting to put their bourbon barrel aged wines with the barrel company that aged them right so you see excuse me a lot of these 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 um wine shaped bottles blended in and moving around and it kind of hides some of these so it was cool the way those were set up so Hodge, what'd you fire up, man? <clears throat> El Aroma de Cuba Robusto. Uh -huh. And I mean, just from the minute I lit it and put it to my lips compared to the, what was that? The Christmas bobble? Uh, holiday bobble. Holiday bobble, it's like night and day. I yeah. I mean, just I the taste the of the tobacco and the cap, the wrapper, everything is just, but this one, the Aroma de Cuba, um, I have them. I smoke them from time to time. They're fantastic cigar. That is, you can't go wrong with almost any line in theirs. That's right, and that's what's really unique about that is Ashton Cigar Company is a Dominican company. But in, I want to say it was 2012, they launched their La Aroma de Cuba, and then the San Cristobal followed. That's their Nicaraguan portfolio collection. What's really so it's all done in their Nicaraguan factory, and um, it, it's 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 actually an insane um, insane that a company that has been in Dominican in the Dominican so long that um, you can you can create a Nicaraguan cigar that treats as well as that one does, and that that for being from Ashton. It, it, it creates the uh, what I call the Drew Estate myth, where 
people that smoke acid think that acid cigars is acid cigars. But then when you tell them that the same people that make the Liga Pravada make acid, they tell you no, they don't. You have people that smoke La Roma de Cuba and San Cristobal and tell you there's no way Ashton makes that. You know, people that have been smoking Ashton Magnum number fours their whole life, they go, no way. You know, it's too spicy, it's too full, it's not, it's not what they make, it's not what they smoke. It's, it's one of those cool things. It's the same thing when I, me and you had our conversation about, you know, one of my great cigars that I still love today is the Asylum 660 Premium. You don't see them in shops ever. And it's so different than anything else they have in the Asylum line um, because, again, it's all Nicaraguan. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same thing with a... Uh, it's a, a pure Nicaraguan cigar against a Honduran company. Yeah. Which is, which I wish more people knew. I wish more people followed on, you know, but that's that's something in, incredibly unique that companies do. It, it just to step out of your... I wouldn't even call it a comfort zone because it's been bankrolling your company for X amount of years. And you go, hey, let's throw this fucking loop in. Let's make a whole brand about it. Try to go online and get them. They're out They're gone. from time to time. They're, I mean, you can hardly get them. Well, I remember back when I ordered your boxes uh, at the where I was able to get them for you. It took me two months to get them. And they ended up not even coming from Christian Yeroa. The rep I was dealing with had a store that had a stockpile of them and and was he was willing to do a do a you know um wholesale cost trade on on the bottle or on on the boxes i apologize yeah you know and by the way um i'm putting this out on the podcast um total wine has these a five pack of aroma de cuba and you can see there are five cigars back there it's that mia more noblesi yeah. 34 dollars i mean huh. listen what 34 dollars yeah. So I'm just saying for a Christmas pack for you guys that want to try something, the Bourbon Cowboy puts his name on these guys. I mean, the Aroma de uh, Cuba pack at Total Wine and More, $34. I mean, this will take you through Christmas, and you guys will have a great, great freaking time with these cigars. These are fantastic. No doubt, man, yeah. at all. That's good. That's cool, especially this bleed, the bleed that's in there. That Mia Moore, um, uh, the Noblesse is, is the, the pinnacle of La Roma de Cuba. That, that's their top end. I think the Mia Moore is the best version they make. It's got a... It's either an older wrapper or older binder, but it's got that spice bomb effect with all that earthy floral build back that comes through. Yeah. Um, the other cool thing, too, amazing. Mark, as we talked about, when you retrohale yeah. different cigars and you get nothing, I mean... It's so fantastic to get into some of these cigars that we're talking about, like the Roma de Cuba, even the retro hails are just really something fun to play with. Um, and then, you know, what you guys are pairing it up with, which we have talked about, I mean, just fantastic cigars. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about on a retro hail where I think a proper retro hell, you get all of the flavor and none of the burn of the tobacco. So you don't draw in the spice of the tobacco, but you get all of the external flavor. Much like when, you, when you're when you nosing a glass of whiskey, right? Absolutely. You're not dunking your nose in it to get all the alcohol vapor and burn your senses. You're, you know, add, you know wherever you're comfortable with, you're drawing in the taste that you're going to get from your nose. You know, and so we're going to get biological real quick. A lot of people don't understand that 
the sense of taste and smell are two different things, but the sense of taste is the combination of your nose and your tongue. And the time with the cigar, I, I think we've talked about it before. I mean, you know, you, you want to give your first thoughts on maybe the first inch and a half, but then you're going to start getting into the, um, the real power pack of the cigar once you get into the halfway point, and you should be really getting some nice flavors and some stuff. So don't, you know, don't go sideways on it. But I mean, I can't imagine anybody lighting one of these up and not being interested from the get-go. Yeah, the only, the only, the only, the only pushback you get on a cigar that's that good is it may be too strong initially right. for someone smoking it. Right. But hey, if something's ever too strong, like if you light a cigar and you immediately get lightheaded, I will bet my left nut you inhaled it, it just a little bit. It's, it's not, you're never going to feel the effect of nicotine in a cigar that quick. It's not going to happen. There's, there's, there's too much with the way, it, the way that it touches your palate, the way that it goes to your nasal cavity, inhaling it. Now, if you inhale a cigar, when it hits your bronchi, it hits your bronchi like a pack of cigarettes at one time because it is straight, true tobacco. You're, and you're then if you're not doing on. what the hell you should be doing is with chilling, laying back, Right? I mean, this is what the cigar is smoking, right? I, well, I there's mean, also the other problem. If you're on. ever mad, we've don't been here, sit down and light a cigar. <laughs> we've already been fucking here an hour, and everybody has gotten up, at least except you and me. Me and you sat here, but everybody, well, and then our, our corner guest over there has gotten up at least two or three times. And I mean, man, you don't want to be getting up and moving, and that's when you start getting, you know, maybe some smoke in you or whatever. But if you're truly chilling and relaxing and whatever and doing it right, which is why we're smoking cigars in the get-go. I mean, I don't think you're going to have that problem a lot. You're, you're, you're not. You're not. Listen, um, listen. I you, just had to pee a couple times. You don't have to jump on me like that. Oh, calm down, down Sally. Suck <laughs> <laughs> it away, sailor. Haven't <laughs> eaten. But hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, that's going to well, be. Well, it's fun. a good thing oh, they had man. food. I didn't know I there was know. a food um, menu. So we, we've we've dove into second cigars. Um, have you have you had your second yet? You know what? No. Uh, we'll fire some up, sir. I got your humidor sitting right over here, all nice and nicky dandy. There you go. All packed to literally the brim. It doesn't zip. Like, it's literally packed tight. It's hilarious. Uh, now, Squirt German, you fired up what I'm looking at and should have added into my 2020 favorite. I know. But now I'm probably I, I smoked this first. <laughs> probably the best cigar Skip Martin and Roma Craft has ever put on the market. Yeah, so I I, I lit up the um, Roma Craft Neanderthal Lancero, and I I, get, wait, I, was, I have an applause button. Boom, baby! It's I. On. So this was this was a gift from um, the Mad Russian over there on that other side of the tent here, and I tell you what, I hadn't smoked it. I was like, man, I want to sit down and actually be able to enjoy that. You know, I don't want to try to smoke it when I'm like. You know, busy, and I've never, I mean, it's burning pretty quick, I'd say. I mean, it's a Lancero. They don't take terribly long to smoke regardless. But, I mean, it, oh, God, dude. Whew. Mm. Yeah, I would definitely say this is up there tied with some of my top fives for sure Oof. that I listed earlier. I mean, as far as Lanceros go, easily my favorite Lancero I've smoked. Well, I would say probably dead tie with that L40 from Liga Pravada. So that's a fan. I gotta put you on some different Lanceros, dude. That L40 will fall to the wayside when you smoke. Dude, I'll tell you right now, you smoke Luciano's Dreamer. That L40 will disappear. Well, I'm trying to find. Mind. I'm trying to find them, man. I can't find them anywhere. Shout out to our locker sponsor, Lit Cigar Lounge. He's always <laughs> uh, there. They always got the uh, 
Big smokes. Uh, Mr. Fireman, if you would not mind, my mics do pick up rambunctious noises. <laughs> so please sit over there quietly and leave your hand on your face, okay? Give her your jacket and be a gentleman. But yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, I, and honestly, compare uh, with this Willet, right? So we're, we're into like a Nicaraguan cigar, right? Like very, like heavily Nicaraguan with Romacraft, as, as with anything they pretty much do. I mean, no, that that's all they do, right? Well, yeah. Well, in a way, in a way. So, like the saber tooth that you enjoy does have um, some Peruvian wrapper involved, mm -hmm. which is unique. I like when I'm going to save that from when we have Luciano next year when he's sitting here and uh, you know Burma Cow. We're all sitting here and he's talking and I'm recording him rolling cigars on a table. Yeah. But he'll get into the, the 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 biology of tobacco and the way different wrappers and things work together and do what they do. Um, but uh, so I fired up. I, I returned smoking. This is a ten-year limited reserve Partagas, um, a Lancero. This was gifted to us. Uh, we have a box on the way from Wreck It Rusty, our boy Rusty McCauley. Um, Thank the you, Rusty. The only thing I know about this is that there is a ten-year-old Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper on this cigar, and man, if this is not the rock candy kimchi mixture you can ever think of <laughs> i'm serious man it's, it's a spice cabbage with a sweet pop and it's such a, a unique cigar it, it's it's amazing and it's been i lit this thing at, at 130 um and it, it's fucking doing it's still here it's still lit it's still going um when i relit it it was just two draws on a torch and it's burning Phenomenally, this cigar is, is lights out. Um, against this Willet, man, like again, Square and German, thank you for the Wilderness Trail, the Willet. That bottle, if you can get a hold of another one, I, I would oh, he like had two one of those. In the store. I would like one of those if you wouldn't mind stopping I'll, like tomorrow. Um, let me see if I can get oh, out. Oh, it's that Christmas way. Eve. Sorry, maybe this weekend. Well, I mean, it ain't going. Grab it, one. It, it had been sitting there. I, I don't think get many that. people were buying the Wilderness Trail. Trail. Like the twelve. Like they had. A, I think they had a twelve year there. Sitting there. And what did that bottle cost? The Christmas barrels. No mistake. Both of those barrels were around the fifty-five dollar mark. Okay, if there's two, get two, and I'll bend my money. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll try to I'll hold try one, and I want to hold one for another year and put another year age on it. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday, I'll probably have some time to run up. I might go train while I'm at the gym so I'll run by and see if they're because I'm pretty sure they're open so right on just let me know yeah but anyway um so we're gonna we're gonna drink through this um we are gonna take one more break I'm gonna give you guys our Wildwood Pub ad uh there is one thing I want to add that's not on the ad right now they are doing half of what you buy on a gift card you get so uh if you buy a hundred dollar gift card you're going to get a hundred dollars for fifty dollars you're only going to spend fifty dollars um, I witnessed a man the other day spend six thousand dollars on a gift card. He paid three thousand and has credit for six thousand dollars. Sweet hell! Now that individual, I halfway wanted to slap in the face, shake hands, and kiss and punch at the same time. But you know what? Hey, you got six grand for a gift card. You did something uh. right, or you robbed the right guy. I'm not mad at you. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. Smoke through these. Um, I think we have some of those. Headed our way to smoke? Yes. Yeah, okay. Maybe. We'll see. Definitely. And then we're going to come back. We are going to dive in some Viking pours on this Long Branch Matthew McConaughey's whiskey. We're going to talk about a book. We're going to talk a little more Yuletime praises, some Christmas shit. And uh, then we're going to dive into our After Hours video, launch our poll on the Patreon, 
and see what we come up with. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Craft Imperial is brought to you in part by Wildwood Pub and Grill in Wildwood, Missouri. Great place to go into to grab a drink, awesome food, a mixture of your neighborhood bar and grill, nightlife, and the baddest place to hit golf balls inside. Experience their four to five bay golf simulator, full 18 holes to a driving range. Go into Wildwood Pub, mention you heard about them on Craft Imperial Podcast, and you will receive a voucher for one free hour of virtual golf in one of the simulating bays. Drop in, grab a drink, have some awesome food, amazing people, and enjoy. Hey, so we are back with this cast of characters here at the Mad Russians. Kremlin. Kremlin. Aquatic Kremlin. Kremlin. Nope. And we are (laughs) still soaking in the Willet four-year rye, and everybody is on semi-various cigars waiting to smoke the what, Mad Russian? This is the Foundation five-year anniversary. It is their special release to commemorate five years in business, five years making boutique cigars. And I can't wait for you guys to try this. Now, do they call it boutique or just um, progressive, like the newer progressive lines of cigars, uh, Mark? Uh, boutique. So the, that boutique thing that I'm talking about, the way you fall, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a little fucked up on a standard, kind of, because boutique doesn't necessarily mean that you're weird, abnormal, small batch, yada, yada, yada. It used to. Now it's based on quantity of production. So I want to say the number, if you're producing more than, I think it's 5,000 boxes of a particular cigar, you cannot claim the term boutique. 5,000 cigars in one line or all your lines? And in, in, in I, think, I think it's through your production, right? So if you've got six lines out and you're making over 5,000 of each line, each, each cigar, then you're not boutique, which is why you look at things like like Foundation, okay? So Foundation's Tabernacle, they release, uh, I want to say it's 4,200 boxes a year of it, crown heads, right? When all of the, like the Las, I use Las Calveras as the easiest LE to kind of pick from, they did 3,200 boxes in each size. They never hit that number. Once you hit, and it, it's, it's, again, where it's screwed up is it's not, there is no baseline for boutique versus mass production. It's the, again, it's the cigar industry. If you say something wrong, or if you produce something in a manner that matches what someone else is doing, quantitatively, or or, or namesake-wise, or imagery, or anything like that, fuck you. So is, and, and you saying that, is Tatuaje, Roma Craft, um, Luciano, or Crown Heads, are they hitting any of those marks? They don't, they do not touch any of them, any of them. Even, even, even P. Johnson, Tatuaje with the brown label, right? That uh, Casada or, or ooh, what just lost that? Whatever, he'll oh, come yeah. back to me. The brown label side, okay, is kind of the what you could call the median production for Tatuaje. Even when that stuff is released, its production year is below four thousand boxes in each size. Now, granted, they might release two or three times a year, but the release size is only four thousand at a time. Or, and again, I'm using I'm using blanket numbers here. I don't know their exact box quantity. They're right, selling. but they just they're yeah. not hitting those numbers yet. That's all there is to it. 
<laughs> but that's 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 how that works. And then, it gets, and then it gets a little weird too because so for example the collab the collaborations, right? So when Crown Heads created the La Coalition with, with Drew Estate and Willie Herrera, people did not want to call that a boutique small batch cigar. Why? Because it was blended with Drew Estate and Willie Herrera. They put out thousands of cigars a month. But even still, only X amount of boxes were released and not everybody got that cigar. You know, it's one of the conversations you have with a rep, right? And here, one thing I will never forget is the first time I was buying Cal Los Calaveras. <clears throat> met, met with Brian, was my rep at the time. Came to me and he was like, okay, this is how many boxes we have left. It's your turn. How many do you want? When they, when they ran out of boxes for the region, boxes were gone. Right. That, that's that. It's not, oh, hey, we'll get you more in July. No. <laughs> when the boxes were gone, they're gone. That's what true boutique status is. So, because you're only creating enough product to, yes, you're creating enough to hit the market, and you're trying to create enough to please the consumer, but you're not creating enough to water down the, 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 the market. You're not, you're not trying to push anyone out. Well, same as what they did with the Mill Diaz. Once they were gone, well, they exactly, were gone. Well, exactly. And that's like the thousand days. The funny thing about the thousand, day, a thousand days with a thousand boxes were released for the thousand days it took to create that cigar. Right? It was, yes, there's marketing playing there, namesake and all that fun, but that's what maintained the static of that cigar. And then what you, what you do is the reason that Corona came out, the Mildios XX, mm -hmm. is the demand for the cigar. To create and, and spotlight that cigar in a different venue or different avenue. I got avenue a couple of those, by the way. To create it. Well, it's, it's out. Certain people have it now, right, but right. Um, the East Coast always gets everything first. Um, and then it spreads across the country. Um, but that, that's why you do that. You create a, a different perspective and a different taste and a different understanding of the same cigar separately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, <laughs> next whiskey. We are going to jump into this. We are all going to fire up this uh, five-year anniversary. The El Waganese, the wise man. Uh, this is Foundation Cigars. This is someone I am actively trying to get on the podcast, um, but Nick is, uh, he's a, a wonder man in a way, is what I'm going to call him. I'm going to give him that respect. Um, knowing his entire story, uh, the best way you can say it is this, this is a young man. I think he's in his early 30s, maybe. I think. He may even be younger than that. I don't know. Um but he decided he was going to start a cigar company in the boom where a lot of companies that aren't around anymore, so you can't even reference them. There was this time period between like 2008 and 2010 where for $10,000, you could fly to Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, Honduras, Mexico. You could spend $10,000 on tobacco, create your own brand, and become a cigar company. There you were. You were set. You were on the market. You had you had the backing. You had the publication. Uh, you had the marketing. You had everything you needed. You sent out a cigar company, created a cigar company, right? In that time, he was like, well, I don't want to do it. So he moved to Nicaragua, worked his way through the entire performance that is the life of tobacco to a cigar. From the seedling plants, to the pickings, to the, to the I call them rick houses, to the hanging houses, the, the, the maturing houses, to the rolling floor, to the aging factory, to the wrapper placement, to label installation, to box status, and aging after that. Worked wow. his whole way through, created his company, and now he's got this boutique company. And this is one of, this sits in that, my top three boutique, co or four boutique companies, you're gonna have Warped with Kyle Gellis, you've got Tatuaje, you've got Crown Heads, and you've got, um, 
Foundation. Um, sorry. Yeah. What? Am I interrupting you? Uh, you took you to my whiskey. Oh, that's fine. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, a minute. Keep talking. Keep talking yeah. about the whiskey that there we're about to pour. Tell, tell us all about it. You don't do to a man. <laughs> I think you'll be all right, Mark. Hey, Mark. His whiskey. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what that's what's really unique. Following up on that boutique. Um, well, and so if, if boutique is based on on quantity of production, this this release was 500 boxes in total. 500 boxes of 20 cigars and that's it so i was really excited when i could finally find my own box of it there were there there were online retailers that had them at 15 dollars a stick which equates to 300 dollars for a box but they would not sell me a box even at 300 dollars. so i felt particularly fortunate when a local, well, okay, a, a, a chain of, of, of handoffs that began with, with, with Mark's introduction, I managed to get a box. So I hope you guys enjoy, enjoy this. I loved it. This, this probably now is my favorite from, from anything that was released this year. That's separate from, from, from what we talked about earlier because there were others that, that I really liked that, that I only tried this year. This was released this year. This was this hit the market in late September 2020. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the accounts that got it didn't get it until late November, early December. Well, we just lit into these. I'm excited to see about this because that's a bold statement, dude. Right, right, right about right, right off the bat, man. Was was that's a lot of really good. I mean, there's some good earth in there. It's got a, it's got a, a rosado kind of pull really? to it. You don't see rosado on a lot of cigar. I don't even yeah. know if that's what's on well, what's here the, at all. I mean, I mean it's very the, very gentle the tobacco, there, the wrapper, yeah. the well, it's a Nicaraguan oh. puro. I can tell you that. Oh. So everything that Foundation does is straight out of Esteli. Um, which is which is good. You know, just about like everything else that we love on this channel. <laughs> I always find that really funny. It's like it, we all kind of migrated, if you will, towards Nicaraguan tobacco. And I mean, I think we've all smoked some pretty high quality Cubans, but I, I honestly would say that by and far we still prefer largely Nicaraguan well I've, I've I've said this I mean my, my Nicaraguan fascination really came into play in 2009 but it, it, it the thing about Cuban like I if, if you can respect a Cuban for what it is and understand that tobacco how old it is the lineage and everything like that there are fantastic Cubans out there oh, yeah. number fives are fantastic but you also have to think in the 50s early 60s cuban tobacco got shut out from the united states so what happened is those rollers those families Thanks a lot, those, Kennedy. they took they took all their seed everything and they moved to the dominican first then went to nicaragua nicaragua just has the volcanic soil that creates the most beautiful tobacco the world's ever seen it's just the way it's 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 just soil content Boy, I mean, you can do about it i mean the climate does what it does I mean, when, when you've got a, a magnesium versus sulfur balance like you do at the base of a fucking volcano, 
um, you're not going to beat that with with salted soil content that's been that's been used over and over and over for 60, 70, 80 years where you're growing the same seedling year after year after year, you're going to lose yeah. quality of tobacco. Well, yeah, it's just so going I mean, to happen. There's nothing may, you can do about that it. That may answer the question I actually had for you. I mean, I've noticed in recent years, I mean, since I've kind of jumped back into avidly smoking cigars, that like Cubans, don't get me wrong, they're still highly sought after and people, you know, will, will you know, fight for their chance at a box of Cubans still it seems but um, I mean do you think that like the era of like people you know saying Cuban is the Cuban Cuban cigars are the best cigars on the market do you think that's dying away? No not at all no, no? not at all and you won't run into that because here's the, the caveat to Nicaragua being you know because every year Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic go back to back by less than a thousand pounds of tobacco who was the number one purveyor that year mm. okay every year back back and forth doesn't matter whatever the thing that happens with Nicaraguan tobacco is it's very hard to create a Nicaraguan Puro that is anything below a medium to full ratio yeah. simply because of the sulfate or the sulfur and the magnesium you're going to create a spice factor. Now, this again, this again plays into people that don't understand body against strength. Mm. Body is the mouthfeel, the smoke, the taste that you get. Strength is the head feel that you get. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's the way you feel the cigar versus the way you taste the cigar. The thing about Cubans, there are people to this day that will tell you that a Macanudo White Label is the best damn cigar they've ever had. Nothing you can do about it. You'll never change their mind. It is what it is. Everyone's palate is their palate. Okay, Just because Cubans have not been readily available to us over the past 30, 40, 50 years, you have people that have been readily available to buy those cigars, have been passing those cigars down to whoever smokes with them, and that's the only thing that matters. Well, I mean, that, 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 that guy that I was talking about earlier is a great example yeah. of that. It, it, it's it's the, the, the drive for it. It would almost be like saying, if Nicaraguan tobacco is number one this year, would people stop buying Dominican <clears throat> cigars? No. Why? Arturo Fuente, La Florida, Dominicana. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You'll always be selling them, right? The thing about the, the namesake, Monte Cristo, Cohiba, Romeo Julieta, uh, Vigario, um, uh, Bayardes, these cigars, all these Cuban names have now been licensed in the United States mm -hmm. under General and Altidus, uh, yeah, General and Altidus, and they've been produced out of the Dominican Republic. Mm. Now, what happens in that lineage? How do you draw someone to smoke that cigar? You tell them where the name came from, where the namesake belongs, and where the ideology and the the homage comes from from that cigar. So when you look at a box of Cohiba Red Dot, and it says this cigar is the, the Dominican rendition of Cuban seed from 1998 from the original yada 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 factory right. in Cuba, everyone does it. That cigar sucks. I don't care what anyone says. That cigar is shit. But... Would it be cool to smoke the Cuban that came from that factory? Yeah. The hell yeah. I mean, I have, why, a, I have a Seagull 2 in that, my box. That right drive <laughs> will never go away. Right. No, it's I It's never going to disappear. Yeah. Even if you open well, the market and Lit could buy a thousand boxes of Monte Cristo and Mundo Number 2s, wouldn't matter. Would well, I mean, not so, fucking matter. Well, I, th I think it goes back to the conversation that we had the other day when you were at the house was, you know, Cohiba... I mean, and this is an example. And again, this is nothing against Cohiba. Cohiba makes a great cigar, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, you're talking Cohiba, like uh, Cohiba. Like I've got the Siglo Two in my box, like that older Siglo Two. But um, but when you start, you know, you know, everybody's like Cohiba, Cohiba, Cohiba. But then when you when you start talking, um, 
like the Hike man, that is an entire different class and world well, that just opens up. What'd you get into there? Guys, we're gonna cheers this Long Branch real quick. Okay. Give this up. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Uh, cheers, notionally. Hodge, can you pass me the bottle? Clank <laughs> your glass, there you go. Um, Sorry, I was finishing that one. The wood. thing that comes into play, and what comes into play with, with the Bahike and things like that, the Bahike 54s, they are a true, pure example of Cuba coming into the times and trying to create something new. Yeah. So, Cuba, up until um, I, now you'll have to fact check this date, I could be wrong, I want to say 2008, had never produced a Sun Gromaduro wrapper before. That is the wrapper that garnishes the Cohiba Bihike. That is the same wrapper that garnishes the Partagas number no. five. Um, it's a Cuban Maduro Sun Grown to create a more potent flavor. You're trying. What's happening is the thing about Cubans, when you enjoy a Cuban, you're taking the very light body but you're enjoying the robust, creamy smoke of the cigar. That's what it is. It's, it's very, you're trying to pull back the age, the understanding, what the tobacco was, and enjoying it in its different sizes. I would say even, even What they those. did is they added, <laughs> they tried to add a more Lajero version of Cuban tobacco to a cigar to create a thicker body and a higher strength profile for people that have been smoking Nicaragua, Dominican, Honduran for 20 years. And now they can they can go to Jamaica and buy as much fucking Cubans as they want. Well, I think or they can go online for $107, buy a box of Monte Cristo number five. Well, and I think that goes, that, that, honestly, that, that, that pairs well with kind of like that, that open master that you gave me the last time we were here. That one is an absolute spice bomb. I mean, it has loads of spicy notes to that to that stick. I mean, which which I will say rivals some of the spice notes you get from a Nicaraguan stick. And I mean, you know, some of the some of the other ones. I mean, you look, give me a crossways look over here. But I'll, I mean, to me, that one was really. I mean, it had a lot. Of, I mean, it didn't it didn't have the same flavor profile, but that open master had a lot of spice to it. Well, here's one thing I'd like to add to this. What? Why are you saying me? Now like that you two want to gesture back and forth for a while, is <laughs> I think there's a lot more to do with this than just cigars because I've been. Obviously, me and Mark got together on Craft Imperial, and, and he's been smoking cigars for a long time as well as I, but early on, for some reason, my palate desired a little more flavor, a little more complexity, and going from the Romeo Juliet to then when I found um, the Asylum, <laughs> the spicy cigar, and I'm not necessarily talking about the green, uh, ring gauge, although I like the 660, spicy cigars that were robust and had a lot of full flavor to them six seven years ago there may have only been maybe five that you could talk to and there may be more but i'm saying in general there were five that were really doing well which i liked and then i think social media has a lot to do with it because social media was coming into it's robust the internet everything and then i think um, the old school of Cuban and the guys that were smoking cigars, that, that was the benchmark, was Cubans, man. They're smooth. That's what you wanted in a cigar. But I think as things gradually have moved forward, as well as bourbon, I always think bourbon and cigars are, are, are moving together in a very married way, but through social media and everything, the spicy cigars, just the more full body become more important. Social media started to open up, and I think now, 
I mean, my God, the market with full body cigars and spicy well, that, and that's a, big that's blends a, were just are blowing up. And it's been that way for a while now. 20 years, right? It, at least. At least 20 years that's been happening. And I think I think that's a that's that's a very factual point to bring into the drive of tobacco. When Nicaraguan Puro started hitting the market, you immediately saw what the, the market through like when the cigar boom happened, they call the cigar boom ninety one to ninety eight, when cigars suddenly became popular again. Everybody was smoking cigars, you know. Um, actors were smoking. Bourbon. Same thing with bourbon. bourbon it kind of happened at the same time. popular again. Social and media. Everyone got all popular. vodka and gin. You got hooked up on on bourbon and things like Everybody's that. Everybody's talking about it. Hey, yeah. man, I had this like fucking spice bomb cigar, man. And then what you had happen is you had these companies start releasing things that were and not. And, and here's the thing: if you if you're so used to smoking Monte Cristo number twos, right? Or a number five. We'll say the number five, right? Super creamy, small, petite cigar. Takes you 30, 45 minutes if you fucking push it really, really, really hard and neglect it. 45 minutes. <laughs> um, when you get into that, then all of a sudden you drop this 652 Toro. Uh, and we'll compare it to, we'll say, a, a, a what's a cigar everyone will know? Uh, we'll compare it to... Padron? No, 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 that's too heavy. Um, uh, Cohiba? No, no, <coughs> no that shit. doesn't help when that's you shoot. Shit. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, uh, okay, we'll say a Perdomo, a Perdomo, a Perdomo Champagne. Okay, everyone knows that cigar. Perdomo Champagne. Wrappers aged seven years in port wine barrels, yada, yada, yada. The strength on that cigar is right at about a mild, medium kind of brace. But the body on it is very robust, sweet, kind of spicy in the back, real creamy as you let it go. If you compared that to a 1991 uh, Monty Number no. Five, it, it was literally like you just lit a firework off in someone's mouth. The the strength, the body, the complexity of the cigar was just so different. And what happened from there? People started, oh damn, that's good. Let's get it a bigger size bigger size you know and that's in all that's when the 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 age of tobacco started changing lajero started diving into cigars things started changing you started creating a bolder presence uh the aesthetics of cigar that's when the dark leaf came in when everyone that's where that rumor maduro meant full-bodied maduro meant strong <laughs> you know because you darkened a cigar no, so if, if you go back and look at any portfolio of cigars from 1782 to 1996, that w there was no such thing as a Connecticut wrapper because it didn't exist at the time, but you had a Habano wrapper. Habano leaf, it was a, it was the average age was like a 72 Corojo, right? So it just had this peanut color to the wrapper. That's what every, every single cigar. Yeah. And then this is a fun trivia question if someone can answer it for me because I've tried to look it up and I've talked to everyone I don't know. I want to know who the first cigar company was, whether they're still around or they're not, that put a Maduro wrapper on a cigar. I want to know. And if you say CAO or you say Romeo Julieta, you're wrong because General Bob Romeo Julieta didn't license that name until 2003. You're wrong. So Your opinion doesn't mean anything. So it, it, it took me a long time to, to understand why I liked Connecticut Broadleaf much more than, than a Connecticut rapper. And I didn't understand the difference until maybe last year. Yeah, I, I walked it through it. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I walked it through. Yes, <laughs> yes, but 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 it's important because because you hear, well, Connecticut and Connecticut, they're the same thing, right? But uh, well, well, Hodge, can can you say that? Can you say the same thing for bourbon? Like we we can talk about that dusty we had, you know, uh, last week. So in in nineteen it was a nineteen seventy three. That bottle. Um, um, are you talking about the old Fitz? The dust, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was 73, but 73. like we had talked about, it but was it, a six-year when it was released. It was released, it was six years when it was released in 73. Right, but what I'm asking is, they weren't doing 100-plus proof bourbons in the 70s. No. Those things didn't, didn't exist, no. right? Because they were trying to come out of the vodka fatigue. Where clear whiskey or vodka was was taking over storm, and you know, so I don't think you were creating things like that. So I guess you could say this much again: how how spirits, wine, e- even some beer, comes into play the same way tobacco does, the way it resonates and grows. That's what I love about it, man. It mirrors the bourbon industry so much; it's crazy. Um, well, so what's everybody think about this cigar? Exactly. That's exactly what I wanted to know. Because this, for me, and I'd like to talk about it a couple times because I'm probably an inch and a half, two inches in, and it is really, um, really something a little different and more unique than what I've smoked. Um, so what? What are? I'm not gonna. I don't want to say yet because I, I want to smoke it a little bit more. But I, I definitely, right off the bat, I like it, and I think it's super interesting. And, um, but what, I mean, uh, soy fear, you, you've had this. I yes. mean, what do you, what so, are you, what, what is drawing you to this that you say this is your freaking go to? This yes. is your number one cigar now. The, yeah, this became, this, after, after I tried it, man, I, 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 I was really hoping that it wasn't just a, a case of, appreciating the packaging because the packaging isn't everything it, it, it's not nothing it's not nothing um the packaging is 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 is, is to some degree how, how, how something's noticed and i'll tell you that 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 on at, on the accounts the local accounts that carry foundation cigars um <clears throat> this is my frustration because because I, I said I'm short, I'm five six. Uh, they're not at my eye level. Uh, what? I I I usually have to look up to see anything from this brand, and and because they have it on the top shelf. Yes, yes, it's <laughs> it's on the top shelf, and I can't see that. Hashtag small person. <laughs> so. He's got the put a handicap ramp up there to get Where's you he? to the top level. Oh, he's got good hair. So, he's got good hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my luscious locks. Okay, get back to your point. Hang okay. on. Come on. So Wrong I, rabbit hole. I, I loved this one. I, I, I really... So th- this, th- this this had uh, the, the, the kind of complexity that, 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 that I like. It, 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 was, it was spicy and full-bodied and... Uh, um, it, you know, m- m- my initial thought was that it w- was was that it had kind of a a, a a grassy quality, like 
when you kind of, kind of like fresh cut grass, except something that had, I don't know, uh, n not. It didn't have that 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 green quality though. It's a refreshing. It has a very refreshing quality. I mean, it's got like a, a very clean kind of taste. I mean, there's almost like an earthy kind of creamy texture to this. I wouldn't say texture, but to taste to this one. So I think I think that's where you're trying. Yeah, to it's 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 not super sweet, huh. actually, and that's the sweetness is something I liked about the 2020 Calaveras. I, I actually really like that licorice. Yeah, licorice sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I bet this would bear bond, but pair very well with is that that straight Missouri bourbon from from Still Six Thirty I talked about. Because what was the first thing I said about that? I had that licorice kind of yeah. taste to it. I think that would go well. I I want to say <laughs> it, it, this is a a a a fuller strength cigar. So far, I'm I'm a almost an inch into it. Um, it's <laughs> your measurement. That's your inch. <clears throat> no, no, this is my inch. Oh. God, I'd, I'd hate to see what your fucking six inches is like. <laughs> it's six inches um, long, guys. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I gotta say, I gotta... I did. <laughs> Lock it up, dude. Calm down. <laughs> it, I'm just warm telling you, uh, Hodge, I, 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 I want to just... <laughs> Shut up. Okay. It's... It, this is a full-er cigar. Right. It is. It's full-er but what's really I don't want to talk about what it tastes like yet we'll come back to that as we get to the end of it the body on it it's it's, it's light it's got a very airy smoke yeah. there's this this thing we're all smoking and there's this the least amount of smoke that's been in this tent during this podcast so far and we're all smoking the same cigar and we have an extra one there's six so, people smoking these cigars I, I also, and it's not it's not oh, anywhere near that, right Mark that's, that's an interesting observation I, I actually Go ahead. What I was going to say about the cigar is, and, and I could be totally wrong off base, but first of all, I just want to say I'm really excited about this cigar because it's got a little taste, a different taste profile that I've tasted before. The burn is fucking amazing. The draw is amazing. And I don't know that I've ever seen an ash that mimics the backside as much as the front side. I mean, it's got a short torpedo um um build to it but i've never seen an ash that follows the back as well as the front and it's burning perfectly and like mark i don't want to talk about the taste because i'm still trying <clears throat> to grasp it but i i'm telling you that this is i'm really excited that you brought this because it this this one here i think is uh is, is something special but i um just the overall build of the cigar and the way it's burning it is it's freaking beautiful at this point so i i also liked the the the, the kind of no nonsense structural quality about it so you you cut off the tip it's just a it's just a it's a, a chubby perfecto yeah you 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 let the nipple and that's all you have to do you exactly and that's not a yeah, true well, Vitola. That's nipple. not a true Vitola. Sorry, but I think Diesel pretty much came up with this. Uh, <laughs> Diesel creates a, a short chunky, so I call these, you know, chunky perfectos. I mean, that's what that's the shape. of The cigar is a perfecto. It's just uh, 
got some girth. But Mark, am I dreaming or <laughs> is this? I mean, I don't know if I'm in a great little spot right here. No, dude, it's doing the same thing all around. You're just further down. It's and this is where the way it mimics. I mean, it, this is I've, where you look at quality of tobacco, right? You see the gray meets the white yeah. meets the gray meets the white meets the yeah. gray. Remember that sulfur magnesium I talked yeah. about? Yeah. That is pure spread between the filler and the binder. The binder uh, is probably Seiko, uh, second level leaf on the plant. It's got more of the vibrant soil, so you're gonna get more of the magnesium. The filler is the Viso, which is the lower level of the plant, which oh, I had that backwards, sorry. Viso second, Seiko is lower. That's the darkness here. That's where all that sulfur is coming in. That's where the spice comes through. And then whatever body you're tasting is the combination of this wrapper, which being this is five years, that's a five-year-old wrapper. That's where that name comes from. You're, you're aging the wrapper, you're not aging the binder or the filler. That's where that's, so it's a five-year-old Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, 98 Criollo, look it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet you that box, look it up. All right. <laughs> All right, I, was, so. I was raising my hand in the corner because I didn't want to interrupt anybody. But so I mean, dude, I mean, let's. I mean, I think one big thing to bring to the table here with this cigar is let's talk about the strength. I mean, I, I'm over I here. Me personally, I mean, like I'm. I mean, what? I mean, how, how are you? I mean, it's a fuller strength cigar. Yeah, I mean, full it is definitely. I, mean, I will say you can tonight, feel, you can definitely feel it. It is one of those things. I mean, for, what, for people who smoke a lot of cigars, what I've smoked good. today. The, this is the fullest thing I've smoked today. Yeah. Um, I I want to get further into it, um, just for the taste. But strength wise, this is this is a strong cigar. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm curious it's, where it's going to peak though. That's right. what I'm waiting. I'm, waiting I, I'm on with peak. you because I'm like I'm waiting to the fat, the absolute <laughs> fat of this. It's like a steak. I'm just waiting to get close to the bone here. But <clears throat> this is uh, smoking great. But I got to say. It is. I agree with Mark. It's a full-bodied cigar, but yet uh, it's not overloading me with like a burst of flavor. But yet the flavors are really unique and enjoyable up to this point. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Are, are you? When you ask about the strength, are you talking the mouthfeel of the body, or are you actually talking the feel? I'm actually talking the feel. feel? Yeah. The actual strength. Because yes. the mouthfeel on it, it's 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 light. It's it's yeah. it's, it's like it's, very it's light. It, airy. Like I'm gonna nice. use this word. And I don't do this. And I hate it. it's Cubanesque. It's yeah. it's airy. It's but no, yeah, flowy. Something. It's 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 um it's bountiful. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So now that we've uh, God, I wish that was on camera. You know, curtailed ourselves all over these cigars. What about this Long Branch? Yeah, uh, Mark, that's my, my next question. All somehow, right, all right, all right. You were getting this so, Long Branch, your book, and, and all that. Let's hear. About check that. it out, man. So I am a Matthew McConaughey fan. Have been for a very long time. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> exactly. So you like Rain of Fire? Haters. What? So you like Rain of Fire? Yes. Um, <laughs> the fact that you know that movie yeah, is ex good Exactly, thank you. Shut I even know the Miller Lite commercial he was in when he was fucking 19, so be quiet. A little gay for him, just saying. Yeah, yeah well, but but anyway. it's not your turn. <laughs> you don't drive a Lincoln. That's all I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> Wait, be cooler if you did. <laughs> no, so so I, I had known, um, I want to say, I think uh, the Mad Russian had pointed this out that McConaughey had, or I think I had asked these guys at one point about Long Branch. I thought it was a special release from Wild Turkey. Turns out it is. It's one of the many actor-influenced bottles that came out. But 
it's one of only two that have ever had any kind of regard towards the quality of the product. Um, McConaughey put out a book, Green Lights, and I, you guys know I drive all day. I listen to podcasts. I've talked about this on, on, on our podcast. And I've heard about eight, eight different of the largest podcasts in the world have had this guy on talking about this book. So I bought the book and I read it. Um, it is, I don't know how you explain this book. It is a, a narcissist meets a thespian that is fully aware of his <clears throat> cockiness but is not afraid to admit the things he is not remorseful for, but understands why people think he should be, laughs at it and has a good time when he's done. Sounds like That's those the rookie the best way I can put it out. It's just, <laughs> it's such a unique book. Uh, I, I it's actually worth reading. It's And the coolest thing about it, if you've seen a single McConaughey movie and you read this book, it's written, you can hear him saying it when you read the book. It is, it's so unique. It's a good book. So I read it and I was like, it sparked me. I was like, dude, this guy's good. So I went out, bought Long Branch. It's like a $34 bottle from Wild Turkey. It's cheap, but it's um, good. And it's, it's good. I like it. Does it? Affordable. Very affordable. affordable. Yeah, affordable. yeah, don't say cheap. We, we, we fix that. Don't say cheap. Yes, affordable. People, people get mad when you say cheap because then you're calling them out for being... It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Reasonably well, affordable. That, that mark, Maker's Mark 101 was affordable. This is affordable. They're along those same price lines and they are equally right. as delicious. Um, but uh, as far as Long Branch goes, I, I like this a lot. This this is... um, uh, I think it's slightly better than 101 just because I like the spice on it. More than the one than the 101 doesn't have, but I would not, and I don't think it's fair. I shouldn't even say it, but you can't compare it to like the 17s and the rares and anything like that. But it's a very good whiskey. Uh, the spice treats the cigar very well. I don't know if it's if it's playing off the strength of the cigar or it's just adding the pop to the body because the smoke is so light. That's that's what I'm where I'm at right now. I don't know how that's going to play together but that's where i'm at right now really i think i think that <clears throat> that light like like i said earlier that light earthy airiness to it that kind of like i won't say necessarily vanilla quality mm. of the cigar but maybe maybe so i mean there's a little bit in there and i think that there is a vanilla qu vanilla quality to this bourbon yeah and I, that's the oak i think that's the oak well yeah of course yeah, because yeah, this is what, his big thing is it's a charred i mean well I, so yeah so the way this is done this is I don't know the age on that wild turkey. They don't have money specifics but, on it. But it is straight wild turkey aged in Texas charcoal barrels. Yeah, that's what's a Texas mesquite charcoal barrels yeah. refined. So, okay, well, there you go. Mystique. Uh, mystique. mystique. Mesquite. <laughs> Not, get out of your X-Men days, Chief. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> mesquite is where that vanilla comes from. When, whenever you smoke with mesquite wood, that's when that vanilla hits the meat. That's mm -hmm. that's when that's when you get that mm -hmm. that sugary context under the spice. Whatever your dry rub is, that tickles but the I fat, think, plays with that. That's where that vanilla comes from. But right I now. think I think that pairs well with the cigar. I mean, they're, they're oh, I, I'm not yeah. I'm not mad at this at, at all. Um, yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a very good pair. Yeah, I'm not even trying to argue that at all. Like, this is one fair. of those times where uh, things that shouldn't work, I think, work. What? Uh, because well, it's it's too it's it's there is a spiciness to it that technically should not work with the spice of the tobacco. I, I get, I'm interesting, interest, interestingly enough, I, I don't really pull an innate spicy quality of this this particular bourbon. I, I really don't see a necessarily spicy quality, so 
Uh, what makes you, I mean, so you said the spiciness. So, I mean, why would you say in general that you didn't think this would work out very well? So when you pair cigars with anything, this general idea of strength to strength mm -hmm. is wrong, okay? The reason why is a liquid is always going to coat your palate before any type of smoke, gas, anything like that, Right. okay? Now, when you're pairing something, I'm not telling anyone that if you're smoking a Neanderthal to drink water because it's light enough. Well, no. But you want to drink something that's going to be more forward sweet than it is spice mm -hmm. to counteract and open the retro effects of the tobacco. Right. Okay? Right. Now, when I say this should not work, it, I think it should. It should work now. This works fantastic. Yeah. But because there is that that vanilla oakiness, I'm going to use that vanilla because I think that's the I perfect. I think that's a great point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that that spiciness that is on the whiskey, the proof on it, right, is pinching on the tip of the tongue. It starts on the tip of the tongue and dissipates okay. towards the back, right. right? When you draw the cigar in, the smoke immediately hits the middle of your tongue through your nose. Yeah. You'll open up some of that spice. Retrohale it, and you'll see where I'm coming. No, no, at no, no. With, yeah, no. With, I'm right with you. I mean, I, I learn from the best. I retrohale pretty much every time I smoke anything. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now. Um, I'm retrohaling 24/7. I mean, retrohale this Someone had retrohale. I mean, honestly, I wear a CPAP, so I'm always retrohaling. I mean, my own <laughs> fucking breath. <laughs> so, but no. So anyway, but no. I smoke ten cigars and then I go to bed. And I'm retrohaling. Exactly. All night. I'm fucking. I'm smoking all night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but no, I think I think with this one, I, so uh, like one-off question here that might that might actually maybe add to this conversation. Since we started with the old for or Forester 1920, with its, which is a 115 proof that is a straight-up cowboy bourbon. I mean, it is powerful as uh, they come. Yeah, I know. I do that. you think? Do you think? Well, no, no I'm, not, I'm not talking about what you think of the 1920. I'm talking. Do you think that changed our comparison of, of like? Spiciness of bourbon compared to the, the flavor, the, no. the body of no. scars. And you know why I can say no? Why? I've been drinking water. Well, I mean, as have I. So no, I, no I, that's I, what I'm saying. Everyone's been drinking water. People have been eating food. Yeah. There's different things going into place, but right. there's something to say about Old Force 1920 at 115 against uh, the Wilderness Trail Rye Chris Barrel at 116. Okay. We have had in the past, uh, we'll probably say eight years, the biggest proofing argument that you can have when it comes to whiskey. The biggest proponent you can use in that argument is Booker's from Jim Beam. Fact. The Big average fact. proof of those bottles released. Of the, Q3. One, the average proofing is 126.1 on every single release that they do. Yeah. Now, we have in a podcast taken Wild Turkey 17 year, drank it directly after drinking Shiny Barrel at 126.4, right? Terribly different. And the 17 was immensely hotter than the 126 was okay so how, how do you think that affects that is age in bottle or age in barrel sorry right. okay so every whiskey i think the average proof into a barrel is 150 120 150 when it goes in the barrel right it could be more just to get it down to where right. they they're hoping and then they usually cut it down with water to bring the proof well, down yeah yeah, okay. yeah i know how it works now <laughs> now but what you can do the longer whiskey sits in a barrel right. proofing can dissipate in naturally on its own right which is why you notice that the average Booker's bottle is six years, seven months, what, 14 days, and yeah, whatever. Yes. The whole thing. They're trying these barrels at certain times for a natural deproofing to pull them out and drop them. Okay? Now, it's also where you can play that in retrofect. So you can take uh, the 27 year Heaven Hill that came out, and I'm going to lay this challenge out again to everybody. 
That bottle spent 27 years in a oak barrel and tasted like licking the inside of an ashtray. It was so goddamn oaky. <laughs> but the proof on that bottle was 102. Okay, so you know what? I hey, think maybe may less, 102 maybe Here's less. one for you, and I just kind of like thought of this for this particular cigar that we're smoking because I just can you know, taste it a little bit. When we were smoking those, that lamb rack the other day, and you were throwing the applewood chips on there, mm. you know what this, this to me just suddenly tasted like? It tasted like the smoke off of that applewood kind of chip. You my cooking? Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm oh. shout out to your cooking, first of all. And second of all, I oh. mean, t t to, to, to take a dry, kind of like let it sit, and tell me what you think, because I personally think that it, it, it tastes, it almost has an applewood smoke kind of quality. There's those vanilla, that lightness, but that also that, that, that inherent, like just really good, quality of, of smoky taste. I mean, am I crazy or am I, is that just, am I You're just talking hungry? about the cigar, am I, right? I might just be hungry. I mean, that's like what's going on, but, but am talking I crazy? About the cigar, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the cigar, not necessarily the bourbon. Um, I can see, um, I wouldn't, I, now I would not address it towards the apple and, and the sweetness, but I can see the the texture of the texture the, of the word this the cigar kind of reminds me. Um, I, yes. And, and I, like, I would yeah, say, yeah, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, oh, sorry, the, the, um, the overwhelming feeling I'm getting of this cigar reminds me of the bull that came out last year. I mean, it's just got it's got great quality. It, it's very creamy. Well, you hated this the bull last year. Well, because it's only because they brought the bull out. Like I was thinking it was because it's be not like the bull the from seventeen. Bull. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not a bull. Soyfier uh, gave me the original bull, <laughs> and I had it against that, and it was like two different worlds. <laughs> but this is really again very similar to the bull. I think they came out. Is that two thousand twenty? Seventeen? No. Nine, or 19 19 release yeah. I think it was the 19 and Seven, I smoked it and it was, was like creamy bowl. I don't think this is as creamy as that but it has a lot of beautiful flavors just like that I really like this cigar but it's it's um it's just again I mean it's like we can't put a every cigar in a care uh, category but this has just got a very cream um um uh, creaminess to it that has got some nice flavors to it, and yeah. but it smooths, it smokes, and everything about it is beautiful. Uh, I think I'm really happy with. Uh, thank you for um, bringing that uh, to the forefront this Christmas podcast. Well, so so that one <laughs> that 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 really is is not just my favorite of 2020. Well, can I can I say something about it? Yeah. To reference what he was saying about the smoke and the food and everything like that. I do draw like the sweetness on and and now I didn't smoke that bull because I I'm I'm one of the weirdos I told you I hate that damn size and that cigar <laughs> like, I don't like the, I don't like the way that perfecto mushrooms up into this fucking sixty ring gauge and comes back down but um, I did smoke the original sixteen that was that that was the temperance I had where I was like LFD's got balls dude like that cigar was the Andalusian bull with that there's a whole story behind Andalusian bull we're not going to get into that it doesn't matter but that that whole idea was incredibly unique and awesome um but i can't i i, I think when i say at the same time it's a creamy smoke right it's an easy smoker but it's your your this is the first cigar tonight you're feeling the cigar I'd and guys, have this, this is not. The bull we day. have we have not had. This is not the after we get done with the podcast and we're sitting here drinking for three, four, five hours, Uber and home. We're not there. We've had three drinks tonight. 
three. Third pour of the night. That's it. And the third cigar, and this is the first cigar, like even myself, and I, it's comfortable to say. I mean, I know, Cowboy, you smoke on the same pedigree of strength yeah. as I do. Matt Russell, you do, you like to play around, which is awesome. And, and Jeremy, you, you smoke the same all the way across. Kirk, you smoke whatever the hell we give you. And I love it, and it's awesome. I mean, I, mean, I, I really, I mean, I've been smoking literally everything I get my hands on. Well, and, and, and that's what you have to do to build your palate. But you have a defined enough palate that if I walk in here and I hand out some 2009 unholy cocktails, you guys are like, God damn, that's good. And but, but then it's also like, oh well, light body, light this. I think this, this, you know, what you can tie this to. You can tie this to the Miami 15. The Miami 15. In the in the, in the body, right? The Fifteen is not nearly as strong as this at all. But in the body, that creamy, thick, white smoke that holds all the flavor in the smoke, but the cigar is just there. Like you smoke the cigar and you're like, you have that moment where you get done. You're like, that was a damn good cigar. I'm good. Let's have another one. Let's step it up, maybe. Let's play around. You know, I mean, the Miami Fifteen is probably the strongest, strongest, lightest cigar you could give. You could give a Miami Fifteen to someone that's been smoking. Back to that reference, McNoodle Whites their whole life. And I don't think they could give you an argument. I don't think you could because of the construction. Now, you could give this to them, and they would smoke it and not give you a single complaint about the cigar till they stood up. <laughs> right, and that head rush sets in. You know, you've had the tobacco. It's going to do what it's going to do. You know, that, that horrible N-word, nicotine, it's in there. It is tobacco. <laughs> you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do what it does. You know, but I, I think that's what's incredibly unique about this cigar. And this this long branch, lights out pairing, dude. Don't even care. Fan fucking tastic. Matter of fact, give me that bottle. So actually I'm I'm really happy to, to be able to try that again. The first time that, that I tried that, we, we were in a it was it was a, a a Missouri bourbon group and we were on our way to Kentucky. I don't even know if they have a proof on this, do they? So we got to try. Like we, we we got to try that six months before it hit the market, because they 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 offer percent eighty something. They, they offered a small number forty three of no, of those 86. bottles to premier accounts, and so the the Long Branch. Yes. <laughs> the, the the problem is this is this is where I felt like. Um, it wasn't a fair shot. I did. I, I. I really kind of didn't like it then. But, but we were trying it out of, out of, plastic tasting cups, on a bus on the way to Louisville. And and, and so so I, I, I. I'm willing to take, all of uh, all of the criticism for being a snob for 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 you know. <laughs> So so we 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 bought we bought this the, the, this this tasting set. It's a it's a tubular, leather bound. Uh, <laughs> tubular dude. Tubular. Um, totally tubular. It's 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 a carrying case, bound in leather that includes two Glencairns. And we took it everywhere we started as soon as we bought that we took it to oh it. professionally i'm gonna need one of those <laughs> so, yeah. we, so we took it to every distillery because i i i i got i got so tired of, of this idea that 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 distilleries would produce something and they would tell you you know tr try this amazing stuff that we spent years 
producing and well i mean not, not, and not, all right all right all right well, not, not, so not, now you're talking about though you're, you're talking about the vessel the vessel or, yeah but, you know, but, but, but you're but, drinking but, out of these bourbons and not like a whatever a solo cup or whatever the plastic resins that you're going to be dealing with trying some of this amazing bourbon is what you're yeah, talking about yeah exactly that I, it's I, ridiculous. I, thought, I, I thought you know absolutely if if, if if you have this pride in and the product that you're producing you can't just offer somebody a dixie cup where where where, where oh where, there's a word for that in french fuck you <laughs> hey pardon my French. Ameri american french bro in Foutoir. america it is Foutoir. Foutoir. That's french, it's not as you. fun no that's too nice <laughs> it's so it's French. So nice. It's so French. It's too nice. Thank you. Anyway. Alright guys, check it out. Happy Yule. Merry Christmas. We're gonna get into our after hours video for the Patreon. Guys, the Patreon poll is live in six minutes from now. It's 554. At 6 p.m. the Patreon poll goes live. You guys get on there. Join the Patreon. Vote. Pick our favorite cigar of the year. Out of everyone that picks that selection, we are going to do a, a, a number randomizer. We're going to pick that winner. You're going to get that cigar and a surprise from the Humidor at Craft and Puro. We're going to send it out to you. Uh, we got stickers, cigars, swag, all that fun shit's coming in 2021. This is the Viking. I'm out. I'm the Bourbon Cowboy. Okay, so nobody else is going to say anything. <laughs> no, I thought uh, we were good. Hey, let's try it again. I'm the Viking. I'm out. I am the Bourbon Cowboy, and let's just end it up by a big Eat. old year-end giddy-up. Yeah, say bye, boys. You Did I hope this changed somebody's mind on something that we talked about tonight. Mm. <laughs> All right, perfect. Hey, and this is the Squirmer German here. Thanks again. Squirting great German. time. I'm never going to succumb to that. <laughs> the the squirter squirter is in the corner. That's how it's going to be written, bro, so you better own it. Huh? <laughs> it's going to be written that way, so you better own it. And Ginger from the North, thanks for listening. All right, guys, happy Yule, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever the fuck else is going on. I think the Jews are done. I'm kidding. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> guys, it's 2020. That was rude, but fun at the same time. Have a good time. We Cowboy, love our you got Jewish anything listeners. else? <laughs> Cowboy, you got anything else? I was said giddy up. I thought that giddy was Giddy up, man. <laughs> oh, we'll end this with the best Christmas movie ever. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs>